0: hi jeremy what do you have today a law in uganda calls for execution of homosexuals and how to do an interview with the mainstream
1: media what do you have not very much it's been a slow news week
2: okay people let's begin
1: Get up, everybody! Are you ready to be baited with the truth? Good, because you're listening to the Truth Bait Podcast. I'm documentary filmmaker and podcaster Andrew, Mar- Andrew Marcus, <laughs> back among the living, but fairly able to say my own name. And with me always as we deconstruct America's propaganda war and reconstruct America's cultural narrative in our image... His documentary filmmaker and podcaster, the one and only Rebel Pundit, Jeremy Siegel! Are you okay? Oh, I'm feeling so much better. I am so much better. Yeah. I'm sorry I couldn't do the show on Friday. I was just not in any shape to do it. Jeremy, I got the vid again. COVID. Yeah, my second documented case. My first one was I had the Delta variant, which was still back when COVID was uh, a a difficult thing to go through. Uh it's not quite it's just a it now it's just a really really bad cold, borderline on a light flu. Yeah. But it's a, it's
0: It's already, I mean, it's only Tuesday and you sound, you don't sound like you've been sick.
1: You can't hear it. You don't hear, I I can hear it myself. I can hear still a little bit of congestion and like I could do a Duncan Hines commercial, you know, deep, rich flavor. Uh, Did you, how do you know it's COVID? I took a test. I've, you did? Yeah, you know... You said was, you couldn't get one. I couldn't get That's one That's why Wisconsin. I didn't believe you. Yeah, I couldn't get one in Wisconsin. Yeah, because you're like
0: Friday, like all of a sudden we are got to record. You're like, oh, I can't do it. I'm yeah, i sick. just sick. I, have I couldn't. Yeah. I had COVID. He used the COVID card. No, did I, I but didn't, you didn't have COVID you said then, you did. did I? Yeah, you said you got it from somebody oh, in your family. Yes.
1: so someone in my family had COVID and uh, and then I got COVID, and I was trapped up in Wisconsin for a couple—actually, well, I don't want to say trapped. I was very happy to be in Wisconsin. What And what was really disappointing, though, is I was unable to attend uh, a very important graduation ceremony that uh, I'll never get Who's graduation? Whose uh, graduation? Family members. And it, it is— I, 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 it's one of those things. you left me thinking, boy, I'd really love to be able to sue Anthony Fauci and Peter dayzak and, and Barack Obama and whoever else in the government funded the research that developed this uh, wonderful new eugenic flu that we have to deal with for the rest of eternity. Um, I missed my, you know, my 50th birthday was in captivity. I don't mean this like wham wham me, but and like everybody else out there, we have all missed life's important moments because of this stupid virus that we created and China manufactured and somebody released. And I think it's a eugenic in a virus. Viral, bat soup. In bat soup, <laughs> I, I think it's a eugenic virus. We could talk more about that some other time. I'm De- starting to hear it. You I'm starting go.
0: to. <laughs> no, I am starting to hear it in your voice now. I, I so really do feel very it good though. Now it's it is, but I take it back. I believe you were really sick
1: and you weren't just. <laughs> I'm nose deaf work too. <laughs> I'm nose deaf.
0: What is nose deaf?
1: <laughs> well, he was a rapper. <laughs> I think nose deaf, <laughs> or, right? was it Moe's Deaf. No, yeah, I'm Nose Deaf, the Jewish yeah. version. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, that was like two live Jews. <laughs> I uh I lost my sense of smell. It, which I don't hear of anybody losing their We're sense like, of smell. From we COVID are anymore. the
0: we 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 could be the new live Jews. Right. Well,
1: you're not are you still sort Jewish? Of. What are you?
0: Well, I'm born that way. You can't take it
1: out. You can't There's like still a place for you on the train, my friend. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's how you know. We <laughs> nah, shouldn't be laughing about that. We shouldn't be laughing about that. Uh, well, I have a I have a saying when the I'll modify it for this show when the laughing stops, the crying starts. So, um, but yeah, I want to sue. I want to sue. We've all lost precious life moments for this. Eugenic disease, which has this really handy function of uh, every year, uh, it will it will wipe out the weak, and uh, it'll test everybody. It's not as strong as it was when know. they first I've, released. We've supposedly,
0: yeah, we've supposedly have had it twice. Um, the second time around, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't as rough.
1: Right. They'll probably have to keep re-releasing new things. To you know every maybe it'll only be like once every ten or twenty years they'll release another new uh novel variant that that goes to work on the elderly and those who you know uh whether by circumstance or by choice have just
0: let themselves go. well, you will not have to worry about it if you just go get your shot
1: <laughs> yeah go get that shot oh yeah, here's another little thing I. I'm unvaccinated. Thankfully. Shh, shh, unvaccinated. Shh. I'm Are It's already in the... I, I'm documented. <laughs> it's already done. I'm in the databases. And, uh... Well, and I, by the way, I'm vaccinated on a bunch of other stuff. I'm just I don't I do yeah. Not so you're believe, not
0: unvaccinated. Right, you I, are unprotected and unvaccinated against. the novel that, coronavirus yeah. nineteen. Yeah, I, I do
1: not believe the mRNA uh, or spike protein uh, 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 treatments are are proven effective yet. And let me tell you why. So I've had zero of these of these shots. Uh, uh, I, my relative, uh, who I believe I got this from has had two, the, the first two rounds of shots. Oh, uh, another relative of mine who just went through this last month had five. Whoa. Five. Okay. We all had the exact same course of illness. Identical. Identical. You know, I don't know anybody
0: that's gotten five. Yeah, I know a couple an, uh, people it, that have gotten one or one in a booster. But yeah. after the boost, after the first booster round and they started saying you need a booster every three months, they they were like,
1: eh. Yeah, this is a it's an it's an, uh, an older relative. So look to 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 each their own. Adults are going to do what adults are going to do. I, my real problem is, is when they forced it on the children. <sighs> anyway, my COVID is really only the big news to uh, maybe you and me and our listeners and some of my I didn't my even family. know they still had COVID until
0: you told me you had it on Friday. I thought
1: <laughs> it was gone. <laughs> yeah, no, it's making the rounds. It's going to be, it's here forever. It's. It is... How could they
0: cancel the worldwide emergency
1: if you still have it? Because now it's just a cold. It's a really bad, it's a bad cold slash light flu. And it will still have, even like this. Look, a cold has always had the ability to take out the older and more vulnerable population. That's not uncommon. Uh, This is just a new version of it. Another one in the mix.
0: hmm. Well... I don't want you coming over.
1: I do like the COVID so. diet plan. This is what I, I do call it, the COVID diet plan, because when you lose your sense of smell, uh, you know, so many triggers and points where you would eat. So much of eating is about, is not about satisfying hunger. It's about satisfying a craving for taste. Because you smell
0: good food.
1: Right, you don't even have or, to smell it. You can think about it. Uh-huh. Like if if I think about something that I want to eat right now, even if I go like go get it, I, I actually don't have any real major desire unless I'm really hungry. But can you uh, taste, do you? You know what I've been so I've been trying to think about this. I can't exactly taste it, but I can perceive it. Maybe that's a maybe I'm splitting hairs that that don't exist, but I perceive it differently than normal taste. And and let me say again, I'm not a hundred percent gone. It's about ninety percent gone. Uh, I
0: remember, I remember when I lost my smell. I only lost it for a few days, mm-hmm. but it was uh, it was uh, totally gone. I was like sticking my face in a whole can of fresh ground coffee, couldn't smell it, right smelling uh you know the uh, essential oils couldn't smell nothing i mean totally gone a few days later all of a sudden i kind of like started noticing something and it was my son who was you know uh pretty no, it was not my son. It was my daughter. My son wasn't born. Was my, my daughter was still in diapers and I was like
1: <laughs> full diaper there?
0: <laughs> Are you stinky?
1: <laughs>
0: and then and then I asked my other daughter and I was like, Is she stinky? And she's like, Yeah. <laughs> we've, and I was no- like, we've
1: noticed for an hour. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And I was like, Woohoo! i was so i was so
0: happy i was like you're stinky and i can smell it." how long did
1: you spend smelling that diaper before you changed her i don't know i just (laughs) i just know that it was
0: like a few days had gone by i was like is she ever gonna go to the
1: bathroom (laughs) i had my it 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 wasn't like that but it was
0: it was It was just funny to be excited about such a moment in
1: yeah. time yeah it is it, it, when i when I had the delta variant, I lost it entirely. It was a hundred percent, so I know what you're talking about. you stick your nose deep into something that you know is supposed to smell, and it's nothing <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's an interesting time but it is it is a great diet plan it uh, there, you, you lose weight. you have to really do extra work to not lose weight when you can't smell hmm. I think maybe I
0: should catch. Maybe I should go catch COVID
1: again. It is the one benefit. Uh, all right. So, anything happened while I was gone, Jeremy?
0: <laughs> I saw. Uh, um, well, I mean, there's been a another episode of me being proven wrong.
1: What you did not believe that. President Donald J. Trump was going to be indicted?
0: I predicted it. I predicted it on this show way back when that they would not indict Trump. Mm. So, (laughs) everybody, don't share the show. (laughs) <laughs> turn it off and don't we bother for, we anymore do we're that, not we? we're, <laughs> we're not worth your time i'm sorry everybody's oh, kidding share the show
1: people <laughs> are sharing the show thank you for rating the show we are uh we ticked up a couple on apple i haven't checked spotify we got a couple of new comments on uh apple as well which are amazing but let's not let's read them uh, uh in about 45 minutes Okay. We should go on to. So what have
0: you? So so while you were taking the day off Friday, yes, and lounging around, your yep. lounging around in Wisconsin in my pajamas. Uh, what what did you see? Uh, what what has happened?
1: Actually, to be honest, I tried to ignore the entire thing. I didn't even have to try. I did ignore the entire thing. It was probably good that I was sick because it was really easy to ignore what was going on around me. And finally, at some point, I broke down and I said, oh, gosh, for the show, we're going to have to cover it. We can't ignore it. We have to cover it. And so finally, on about uh, Sunday, (laughs) I broke down and began watching everything. And it's quite a show, Jeremy. Uh, Here is... I'm going to put, let's put the audience through, Uh, this is going to be unpleasant for just a couple of minutes. We're going to play the mainstream media's uh, immediate reaction. And, but it's going to, it's going to set up a bunch of better stuff down the line. So just bear with this. I know sometimes it's painful when you hear a CBS news report on something like this, but don't turn away. Listen, and I want to play a game with you, Jeremy. Let's play a game called Spot the Leak. All right? Spot the Leak. And this is an important game because the the theme of this entire indictment is about the leaking of classified information. So every time you spot a leak, stop me. All right? Okay. All right, here we go. CBS CBS News special report
3: this is a CBS News special report I'm Nora O'Donnell in Washington we are coming on the air with some breaking news the federal indictment against Donald Trump was just unsealed we have it right here I want to bring in our chief election and campaign correspondent Robert Costa and as we are just looking through this indictment one of the things that jumped out to me Is that some of these classified documents that Trump took with him to Mar-a-Lago, in the words of this indictment, could put at risk the national security of the United States, foreign relations and the safety of the United States military.
4: Nora, we've been carefully reading this document since it was unsealed moments ago. Okay, keep that in mind.
1: (laughs) They've been reading it carefully since they unsealed it moments ago. How carefully can you read okay. it if you unsealed it, it? Was if you just received it moments ago? But here we go. We're going to start reporting. Maybe on it. he meant
0: they were being careful while they were reading it.
1: it uh, yeah, they weren't reading it uh, while smoking cigarettes. They <laughs> they right. they had their seatbelt on in their car while well, uh, right, in their limo I mean. while they were being driven around in right. Manhattan. They would be
0: carefully reading.
4: Just a few minutes ago, was so evident just in a few pages in, is that this is the opposite of hush money payments.:
1: Okay, so they're just a few pages
4: in. That's how fresh this is, Jeremy. So fresh. This is not just about retainment of classified material. It's also about an allegation of obstruction of an ongoing federal investigation. Very quickly, from page 21. Wait. <laughs> how did we get to 21?
1: They they just opened this, Jeremy. Yeah, but they just did it carefully. And they were going to report on the first few pages. First few pages. And now they're at page 21. I smell a leak. (laughs) Wait, I can't smell anything. I hear a leak. (laughs) Yeah, that's a leak, Jeremy. They've been leaked, this document, before it was released.
0: Okay, I spot the leak. Stop. <laughs>
4: You have conversations between Trump and his lawyer. Normally, in any case, we never have a prism into what attorneys are discussing with their clients. But in this case, the special counsel said to a federal judge, we believe a crime might have taken place in those confidential attorney-client conversations. We need that material. So Evan Corcoran, Trump's former lawyer, was forced to turn over his voice notes, turn over his notebooks, and here's what they found. Trump told his lawyer on May 23rd, 2022, according to this investigation and indictment, I don't want anybody looking, I don't want anybody looking through my boxes, I really don't. I don't want you looking through my boxes. Well, what happens if we just don't respond at all or don't play ball with the federal subpoena? Wouldn't it be better if we just told them that we don't have anything here? Well, look, isn't it better if there are no documents? This comes directly from evidence between a, conversa- a conversation between Trump and his own lawyer that Trump never thought would get out Well, it's out here in this indictment. To
3: summarize, the former president, Donald Trump, is saying to his lawyer, let's just lie and say we don't have the documents.
4: Effectively, yes. He's saying, what can we do to evade a federal subpoena? So, first of all,
1: Nora O'Donnell recaps with something that is not true. He's not saying, let's lie. He's, he's essentially asking, what if we say there's nothing here now okay people can judge that for what they want but that's not what that's not what she just said he's asking his lawyers for advice and it's clear he needs it there's nothing illegal about asking your attorney even if you ask a stupid question that's why you have an attorney
0: well he sounds guilty
1: well, if she says so.
3: There's also audio recordings That's of correct. some of these conversations that the president had. What do we know about that?
1: Now, this is bringing in Katherine Herridge.
5: Well, here at CBS News, we've been able to confirm to a source with direct knowledge
1: <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. Of
5: the transcript that there was an audio recording at his club in Bedminster, New Jersey. It was the former president and then some colleagues. It was about an autobiography for a former aide. And in the course of that conversation, you hear this ruffling of papers on the audio tape. And he says, oh, if this record here, this could exonerate me. And we've been able to confirm. And I was told it was central to this indictment that he says, as president, I could have declassified it. Now I can't, you know, but this is still a secret. And this was a Pentagon memo, Nora, that was about attack plans for Iran. He describes it as very confidential secret. But the reason this matters from the special counsel's point of view is that it's an admission, an acknowledgement that he had the power to declassify. But in this particular case, he understands almost a consciousness of guilt that this is a record that cannot be shared.
1: So that's that's the bulk of the the accusation, at least the narrative of the accusation. Here's ABC.
6: Good morning. The indictment reads like a short story, a blistering detail account portraying President Trump as personally involved in removing those highly classified documents from the White House and being
7: cavalier about their security.
6: This morning, we see the stunning indictment laying out
1: in blistering detail the case against donald trump the alleged crimes breathtaking in scope and that's all i took from them because <laughs> i was just abused by how hyperbolic they were he what does he say he says, he says Wait,
6: good morning the indictment reads like a short story a blistering detail yeah, he uses blistering
1: twice <laughs> he first of all they have him introduce his own package in which he uses the same language in the introduction as he does in the package
6: this morning, we see the stunning indictment laying out in blistering
1: detail. <laughs> so I was just amused by that. Other than that, they didn't add anything uh, to the narrative uh, beyond what uh, what we already heard on CBS. Um, then you have Voice of America. I wanted to go see what Voice of America had. Because they're paid for by the U.S. government. Their budget is funded by the State Department. So it's... It's U.S. propaganda. So how is, the, how is the U.S. officially propagandizing this story? So here's a clip.
8: No other former U.S. president has faced federal charges. Interviewed on Fox News Sunday, former U.S. Attorney General William Barr, who served on a the a minute, Trump... Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute.
0: That's Voice of America? That's Voice of America. <laughs> wait, what, Jeremy? Well, it sounds like
1: voice of Latin America. Doesn't it? I had to go. I had to double check and triple check to make sure. (laughs) I even left. I even left the tag on at the end of the clip.
8: (laughs) No other former U.S. president has faced federal charges. Interviewed on Fox News Sunday, former U.S. Attorney General William Barr, who served under Trump, strongly criticized the former U.S. leader's conduct, which prompted the investigation as, quote, reckless.
0: Battle plans for an attack on another country or or Defense Department documents about our capabilities are in no universe Donald J. Trump's personal documents. I think the government acted responsibly. They gave him every opportunity to return those documents
8: at the moment support for trump is strong even among republicans who are bidding for their party's nomination for the 2024 presidential race
1: okay now i want to play a little game called what are we going to call this (laughs) i want you to listen for when trump's supporters or trump's defenders are stabbing him in the back
8: Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy appeared on CNN's State of the Union program.
9: I personally have no faith whatsoever in those vague allegations. So if those are true, yes, I think that's reflective of very bad judgment. That's one. I'm skeptical that it even is true. But the bottom line is we cannot conflate a bad judgment with a violation of the law.
8: If Trump were to be found guilty, he could face jail time but legal experts have said there are no laws that would stop him from running for president again. Veronica Valderas Iglesias, VOA News, Washington. (laughs) Wow.
0: (laughs) I can't get over that accent. They used to, they they used to, you know, most of the newscasters in the history of newscasting
1: came from the Midwest. They all emulated that, that, that sound even no matter where they were from uh, the most mainstream american uh news is is that dialect yeah
0: right so they would there would it would always be people from chicago and wisconsin and minnesota like maybe not so much minnesota but kind of the indiana the michigan the midwest that the accent is without the hate to error. be the easiest uh and, oh, and yeah. most common for everybody to sort of relate to. And now uh it's I mean, it's gone beyond we we have to diversify our hiring program, but we're also going to make it so that it's very hard for you to understand what we're saying.
8: Veronica Valderas Iglesias, VOA News, Washington.
1: I just love
0: Valderas Iglesias. Veronica Iglesias. <laughs> Washington. how did she
1: say that? how does she that? i love the way she says washington we are getting very sidetracked here but let's this was
8: washington. washington
1: washington
0: it's just amazing that's voice of america uh,
1: you know I, I had to be very strange inside that shop to <laughs> to to produce that segment uh Soon. okay so wait i have A response from Donald Trump. And it's not the response. Everybody else has Like the the big video that he put out. And I've got that, too, and we'll play it. But he had this other one that nobody caught. And let me play this for you. They say the walls are closing in. They say the walls
10: are closing in. But that's fake news and everybody knows it. They say the walls are closing in. And nobody covered
1: that. I don't know why. That's not Trump. <laughs> you don't think so? No, yeah, no, that's, that's Captain AI. Deplorable Forty Five. <laughs> that's AI Trump or something. No, that's Captain Deplorable Forty Five. That's that. That's that Trump impersonator who's so good. Wait, oh, he, he's a yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He. Oh, I never heard of him. Oh wait, you you, you never heard him do? He did. Uh, where he did uh, uh, GPS uh, uh, directions. Listen to this.
10: In a quarter mile, you're going to make a left, okay? We're talking about a left onto Sortel Boulevard, a wonderful street. I built it with my own two hands, <laughs> a beautiful street. I know a lot about it. Nobody knows Sortel like I know Sortel. You're going to make a left, and if you reach Bernie Sanders, you've gone too far left, okay? If you reach Bernie, you've gone too far. We're rerouting, or as I like to call it, lost, okay? We've That's got no really clue good. where we are. That's really He's amazing. We're more lost been a liberal after reading the constitution
1: <laughs> so <laughs> all right well if you want to hear trump's actual response do you want to hear trump's actual response it is you yeah. know yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a long response and i feel compelled to play the full response because no one in media well okay wait wait i'm sorry i'm going to correct myself i have to give credit to nbc news now for playing the full clip of Trump's response. No one else played uh, more than like three seconds of a soundbite of him saying, I'm innocent. So I'll give credit to NBC News Now uh, where, it, where it's due, but the, the the clip of the NBC News Now team... <laughs> Which is with Chuck Todd, Chuck Todd, now that he's left or he's leaving Meet the Press, this is, I think, maybe this is where they're going to dock him, uh, which is a significant uh, downgrade for him. Uh, uh, His comment afterwards is, is absolutely hilarious. Okay, so here, let's listen to, and what's the timing on this? Let's see. His response is four minutes long. This is a long clip to play. All right. Do you agree with me that we should play the full thing? I mean, this is a momentous event. This has never happened before. Four minutes. It's four minutes. Oh man, that's long. All right, here we'll play it. And like, when you can't take it anymore, we'll stop. Uh, Like I said, no one. Only NBC News now. I'm shocked that it's NBC. Are the only ones that played it. It, the guy is in what he's facing is insane. It, I, I feel compelled to play it.
0: Okay. But you can, we can we'll stop it. No, if you, if I want can. to hear it now. I want to hear it.
11: Very sadly, we're a nation in decline, and yet they go
1: after a popular president. Why didn't they give him better audio? Why is he? <laughs> he, he, he I've sounds noticed like this. He's in a closet.
0: No, I've noticed this on all of his videos lately. I know I've noticed it's like it's like he doesn't have a it's like an amateur production right they
1: have no uh, it does not take much to hook him up with a lavalier and and, oh you could get uh, an average you could get an average
0: sound guy in the room for like two three hundred dollars probably right (laughs) and for a couple hours yeah to put to put a mic on him and have it sound clear
1: Uh, they'll hand you a file on their way out the door. And all you have to do is sync it up. Or they'll or they'll hook it right up to your camera. But this looks like they probably did it on a phone. It sounds like it's a phone. Very
11: sadly, we're a nation in decline. And yet, they go after a popular... Pro-
1: is he in one of the closets where they staged the documents? Is that where this is happening?
0: Does he have a rune? Like a model room of the room where he would do this previously? Like Biden's White House set? <laughs> right.
1: No. He's what got,
0: happened to the White House set? He's he doesn't use a, that any. Oh, you're right. He just, does it. He doesn't use that anymore. Remember that?
1: Uh, what is it? What's that about? I don't know. That's yeah, That's craziness. That shows I bet you, that you the whole point of that. No, they were doing something inside the White House that rendered it unusable as a functional executive for like redecorating well redoing uh, preparing for the next administration to spy on them probably uh, burning old historic paintings
0: of the founding <laughs> right. fathers exactly
11: very sadly we're a nation in decline and yet they go after a popular president a president that got more votes than any sitting president <laughs> in the history of our country
1: he well he'll, he's a salesman he's always going to sell <laughs>
11: By far. And did much better the second time in the election than the first. And they go after him on a boxer's hoax, just like the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax and all of the others. It's been going on for seven years. They can't stop because it's election interference at the highest level. There's never been anything like what's happened. I'm an innocent man. I'm an innocent person. They had the Mueller hoax, the Mueller report. And that came out, no collusion, after two and a half years. That was set up by Hillary Clinton and Democrats. But this is what they do. This is what they do so well. If they would devote their energies to honesty and integrity, it would be a lot better for our country. They could do a lot That was better. his best point.
0: Great- that was the best point he made in the whole thing, I thought. Was that point right there. If these people put... Put all of their energy they put into corruption and ripping everybody off and screwing the country over. You know, it's they're not stupid people. <laughs> they're corrupt people.
1: I thought that was his best point he made. Right. I have to say, style aside, which we're lampooning, I haven't disagreed with a, thi- a single thing that he has said. He's he's right about everything that he's saying, and you're right. That was so far that is the best point that he's made. Uh, and other, I think I've heard this out there. Uh, his attorney has said, you know, that Trump's response isn't even so much about himself. It is more. Uh, he seems to be more focused on what a disaster this is for the country. He seems to, you know, have a very keen understanding of what a disaster this is
6: things
11: but when you look at what's happened to our country in the last three years we were energy independent we had a strong military that wasn't woke we were doing so well we were respected all over the world we got the biggest tax cuts in history biggest regulation cuts in history and what do you do you have a president where an election was taken Got more votes than any sitting president in history by far, never anything even close. And they come after me, because now we're leading in the polls again by a lot, against Biden and against the Republicans by a lot. But we're leading against Biden by a lot, a tremendous amount. And we went up to a level that they figured the way they're gonna stop us is by using what's called warfare. Now that's what it is, this is warfare for the law. And we can't let it happen. <laughs> gonna, we can't <laughs> Yeah
1: I know. <laughs> play that again. Come on. That was a that
0: was like an MTG moment right there. <laughs> and that's what it he is. Totally this is war, a up to a
1: level
11: that they figured the way they're gonna stop us is by using what's called warfare. And that's what it is. This is warfare for the law. And we can't let it happen.
1: Uh, the oh, by stop- the way, I want you to know. I took the re- I took reverb off of this. Let's listen to what it really sounds Very like. Very
11: sadly we're a nation in decline and yet
1: yeah, it was they bad after
11: a pop that it happened. Our country is going to hell and they come after Donald Trump weaponizing the Justice Department, weaponizing the FBI. We can't let this continue to go on because it's ripping our country to shreds. We have such big problems and this shouldn't be one of them. It's a hoax. The whole thing is a hoax. Just like Russia, 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 just like the fake dossier was a hoax. You saw the Durham report, you saw the Mueller report. It was all a big hoax. You had two impeachments and they lost and we won. And we had tremendous support. But that was a hoax and a scam. And now they're doing it again. It's just a continuation, seven years, even after I'm out. But it's called election interference. They're trying to destroy a reputation so they can win an election. That's just as bad as doing any of the other things that have been done over the last number of years and especially during the 2020 election. So I just want to tell you, I'm an innocent man. I did nothing wrong. And we'll fight this.
1: Out- that's what most people played. <laughs> I'm an innocent yeah, man. And I did nothing quote, wrong. <laughs> and that was the quote that was
0: everywhere. Right. I was sort of surprised. He. It was like Nixon. Like, well, that's, I'm not a
1: crook. Right. Well, I, he probably. <laughs> I'm sure he feels the the impulse to say, I, "I'm innocent. This is BS." But the media is you know, going to, you know, they, they, yeah, they slice it. You know,
0: it's it's. Th-
1: the, they do what they do.
0: I wish, I wish they don't he, have enough time
1: to play it for four minutes. That's for a fact. No, uh, uh, but I wish you could just be you're a little NBC bit. Now and you're you're like a podcast. They're like a podcast. NBC Now. Hey, no. <laughs> don't prop them. Somehow they got. Don't prop four, them up like how that. How do they have four minutes to play this and not have any ads? okay are they citizen sponsored too (laughs)
0: yeah right
1: (laughs) no they're on the value for value model and nobody's giving them any value because they don't give any either
11: just like we've been fighting for seven years it would be wonderful if we could devote our full time to making america great again and that's exactly what we did but now again our country is in decline we're a failing nation and this is what they do i'm an innocent man. We will prove that again, seven years of proving it, and here we go again, very unfair, but that's the way it is. I just want to thank everybody. We are doing something very special for our country. We're putting America first. I always put America first, and that's why we were in a position. Unfortunately, that position is no longer valid because they've done such a poor job, but we're in a position where we're going to make America great again, uh, I'm innocent, and we will prove that very, very soundly and hopefully very quickly. Thank you very much
1: So do you think that that was scripted? I think he sounds like a racist Nazi <laughs> <laughs> well he was I, I should probably tell people he was in a white hood uh, he with sounds a swastika just like' Hitler. Emblem on yeah. his
0: arm but i didn't he sounds wanna... exactly like Hitler there right um no, I don't think that was scripted. It was all. so
1: repetitive
0: it was repetitive it was redundant some of the terminology <laughs> wait a was second i not, think you were
1: just repetitive and redundant <laughs> yeah
0: it was not um i don't know like i find it uninspiring unfortunately because i think he has definitely the ability often to uh, speak in very inspiring ways um Especially when you just clip really good sound bites from him and stuff like that, but it—I'm sitting there hoping, like, or wanting him to just be a little bit more sophisticated sounding. Like, I don't feel like marketing it as a hoax is—is is the right way to market it. Maybe Wait, I'm how would you wrong. Do it? How I could how would you be totally that? wrong. I mean, I just—I think that this is a. It, it, We've had a coup. I'm sick of hearing about uh, election interference or stolen elections. It was a coup and it should be called what it is. Um, You know, in, in this case, I just think you could use better language than hoax. You know, there's like real deception here, there's a real operation going on that's part of another coup. And a revolution, and a cultural revolution, and I, I just think it. it, it I just wish so you're disappo- it, like
1: I, It's a disappointing response for you.
0: To me, yeah, I just I find it to be un. Like I said, I, th- I found it to be un, uninspiring, and and I don't know. Like well, here you it need seems you need kind you need,
1: of weak. It sounds you, kind of weak. Let me. This is you need Chuck Todd to explain it to you.
7: I'll say this he is a limited repertoire but what's <laughs>
1: That's my <laughs> he, he has a limited repertoire. <laughs> I wish I could have just put it like
0: Chuck Todd did. That's why he gets paid the big bucks.
7: <laughs> I'll say this he is a limited repertoire but what's amazing when you go to focus groups his supporters Repeat what he says right back at you. So what he is doing here with this, which
1: by the way is completely unique to Trump supporters. This is a new phenomenon. <laughs> yeah, right. Needs to be studied. This video never is giving other people. Right. That has never happened to any uh, any other candidate. Not not even Republican.
7: His supporters the talking points, and that's what folks need to realize here. And I promise you, talk to any reporter, Gotti. You know this. If you go to the next Trump rally. Everything he said, you will hear from his supporters at said rally. So that's what these videos are designed for. Um, and look, he sounds like a. I, this is what I have just been curious about this whole time. Even if voters start to impact him, he does not like, sound like a guy who's ever going to quit this race and he's ever going to stop running. And I don't know how the Republican Party is going to deal with him or figure out how to get rid of him if he is somehow uh, potentially uh, headed for a, a guilty
1: verdict. A, a couple of things there. Yeah, you might want to think about how the Democrats are going to deal with them too, Chucky. Because <laughs> <laughs> that might be your more immediate problem. Uh, the irony of this, of what he does here, and this is, he, he's so smarmy. Because he's sm- he's absolutely smart enough to know exactly what he's doing. He is saying what what Trump is doing is giving his simple followers, his ignorant simple followers their simple talking points. And like morons, they're just going to say them. They're just going to repeat them. The next the next rally you go to, you're going to hear these same chirping talking points. And when he's doing that, he is spoon-feeding to his audience who he thinks is stupid and simple, their talking points that this is just Donald Trump. Giving talking points that these are all just talking points. It, the irony of it is kind of shocking to me, though. Well, I would. I mean,
0: Chuck Todd might be right. Not so much that the, not so much that that's the quality of the Trump fan and the Trump audience, but that might be what Trump is. I don't doing.
1: disagree with that. What I'm saying is that he's so insulting to his own audience. He thinks his own audience is that stupid audience. He is. Well, he's treating are. them exactly. The way. He's his treating, own audience is that stupid. He is treating. Now I'm hoping those are going to be our future <laughs> listeners. Okay, <As> they, <laughs> we will red pill these people or black pill. The uh, uh, he is being as condescending to his own audience as he is in theory being to the Trump audience. They, he just doesn't think his audience can see it, and maybe maybe a lot of them can't. I don't, I don't know. He, so now, again, I want, and I want to stick with the the game of of uh, catching when people when his defenders are stabbing him in the back. Uh, the reaction of the media and people have heard these clips. Some people have heard these clips if you've been paying a lot of attention, Jeremy. I don't know if you've been paying close attention, so you maybe have not heard these. But when uh, Trump's defenders, even the Trump defenders that are, you know, even you know, turning around and stabbing him in the back as well while defending him, uh, the media has zero patience, zero bandwidth for any logical response from a Republican. Here is Jim Jordan on CNN.
9: Every election, we've now seen this, uh, Dana. 2016, it was a dossier that they used. They knew it was false. They used it to go get a warrant to spy on his campaign. 2018, it was the Mueller investigation. Okay. 2020, let me just, they let, suppressed
8: me just the, let me just
9: let, let me just stop you. Let me go. Let me. I got I have to stop you. You can't say these things. Top story with the 51 former Intel officials. 2020. Let me let me stop
8: you right there, sir. First of all, I want to go back election. to just one and of the things they, that and you now said.
9: Indicted him before the 2024 on presidential race. July 21st. Every election they've done.
1: Something. on July 20th <laughs> she's just talking over him why did you have him on to give the answers you want uh, yeah it, it's unbelievable he and his he by the way he wasn't stabbing Trump on the back uh, let's I just want to listen to this again try to pay attention to what he's saying
9: Every election we've now seen this, uh Dana. 2016, it was a dossier that they used. They knew it was false. They used it to go get a warrant to spy on his campaign. 2018, it was the Mueller investigation. Okay. 2020, let me just they let me just let me just stop you. The laptop story with the 51 former Intel officials. 2020, let me let me
8: stop you right there, sir. First of all, I want to go back election. to just one and of the things they, that and you, now you said.
9: Indicted him before the 2024 on presidential race. July 21st. Every election, they've done something.
8: On
12: July 20. 20-
1: he completely dis- disassembles, dissembles, uh, deconstructs their tactic right to her face. And, and she's, no, 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 You can't, no, 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 like, Like, that's all just in the past. We're not here. We're not here talking about that today, sir. Answer my question. And that is what you see. In so much of the media response, they ask a Republican, and then when the Republican goes to give a Republican response, they no, 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 you answer my question. It's very arrogant. Who do these people think they are? But I have to tell you, I love it. It's giving me excellent content. Here is Lindsey Graham, and I'm pulling out the knife uh, to have this ready because he goes to town. Lindsey, on one hand, is absolutely... There, he seems to be defending Trump in his corner, and then every once in a while, you can you can hear him sticking it in.
11: Senator Graham, thank you for joining us this morning. Donald thank Trump has it. said repeatedly, repeatedly that he did nothing wrong. <clears throat> Do you believe yeah. that?
13: Well, here's what I believe. We live in an America where if you're the Democratic candidate for president, Hillary Clinton, secretary of state, you can set up a private server in your basement to conduct government business. And when an investigation is had about your activity. No, let me finish. But you didn't answer the question. That was ridiculous. (laughs) Well, yeah, I'm trying to answer the question from a Republican point of view.
1: So that was, you know, everybody saw that. Lots of people saw that. That was, that, that made the, that made the rounds. Cause it's, uh, uh, what was the nickname for Lindsey Graham? Uh, I forget the nickname that people had for him. Uh, where he just, where he's, where he's this badass.
0: Yeah. You know, he's just, when he was running for president.
1: No, when he was like in Trump's corner all the time, he was like based. Everybody thought, yeah. you know, like he had rounded some corner now that McCain was gone. Right. Yeah. I don't remember. So but that was what that was what made the rounds. I I of course have more.
13: That may not be acceptable on this show. Yes, I don't like what President Trump did in certain aspects. <laughs> I don't like that Joe Biden had classified information on the garage. I don't like that Mike Pence carelessly took classified information. I don't like any of that. President Trump will have his day in court, but espionage charges are absolutely ridiculous. Whether you like Trump or not. He- he did not commit espionage. He did not disseminate, leak, or provide information to a foreign power or to a news organization to damage this country. He is not a spy. He's overcharged. Did he do things wrong? Yes, he may have. He will be tried about that, but Hillary Clinton wasn't. Your old boss committed perjury in a civil lawsuit lost his law license, obstructed justice in a dozen ways, and he didn't get prosecuted. J- Donald Trump, you may hate his gut, but he is not a spy. He did not commi- commit espionage. What he did is very similar, in my view, to what Hillary Clinton did. People
1: it's very similar <laughs> to what Hillary Clinton did. Now, wow. In
13: the Clinton case, took a hammer to a BlackBerry and destroyed it. They wiped clean with bleach bit emails. They said they were so, all personal. What?
1: Did you say something?
0: No, I think that was your recording. Oh, sorry.
13: But some of them actually were classified, and it wound up on Anthony Weiner's computer, and not a damn thing happened to her.
11: Uh, Senator, first of all, she was fully investigating. They found no. Uh, the, the investigation found no <laughs> you know, holding back. we well, Donald Trump was president for four years. He had his Justice Department in place for G- four years, right? But se- setting setting no, that aside, you it. keep.
1: I thought that was a very important comment that Lindsey made at the end. He didn't do it. He, he yes, he did have his Justice Department, although he sort of didn't. I bet it was it was probably Bill Barr that uh, talked him out of doing it. Bill Barr yeah, looks he, terrible right now. It,
0: it wasn't it? just Bill Barr. It was his whole he had a whole right, staff surrounded. of yep.
1: traitors. Yep. He was surrounded by traitors. But I think Lindsey what was Graham, interesting. Though, I mean that's unbelievable. He he's defending him, sort of, while absolutely stabbing him in the back. To equate him to Hillary Clinton at this point is <laughs> Thanks for being a friend, Lindsay. But I think the interesting
0: thing there that he pointed out is that he's being overcharged.
1: Yeah. He's which been is over- something he was over investigated.
0: Is, <laughs> right. But but like that's something I've thought in other cases is a possible strategy.
1: Well hang on. To lose. Let's, let's get let's get we'll get into strategy at the end of this, okay? Because I've got I have theories on the strategy too. Well, I don't care what you have to say. I want to talk. <laughs> All right, go for it. <laughs> no, right, here's, go here's Kevin McCarthy. This is the last one of, of what I'm gonna call None of these people, Jim Jordan could not have responded this way. Well, maybe Jim Jordan could have, uh, uh, but Lindsey Graham and now Kevin McCarthy, no way that that their interactions with the press would have been like this prior to Trump. Prior to Trump's arrival on the political scene, no way would these guys have ever been as... I don't want to say maybe combative or challenging, just having any spine at all whatsoever. If you remember before Trump, none of these guys had any spine at all whatsoever. It was one of the biggest complaints. Forget spine against Democrats; they had no spine against the media. They were more concerned with being liked by the media. One of the things that was so radical about Trump is he did not only did he not care if the media liked him; he knew they hated him, and he played leaned right into it. He incorporated it into his branding, which made them really hate him. Here's Kevin McCarthy. The idea of This is he's talking to CNN. The idea of equal justice is not playing
14: out here. And so that's a real concern to all Americans. So as a policymaker elected officials. We want to make sure it's equal justice for all. We want to look that it's a weaponization. Now what you are you with CNN, right? Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about this even further because when somebody weaponizes government and they actually get removed from government, let's take Andrew McCabe, okay, former de- but deputy. This is a
15: different set of circumstances, right? I mean the former president is accused of misleading law enforcement of a conspiracy of obstructing justice. That's a different set of facts. Are you prepared to defend him as the former president? And what other actions will the House take? In the House Judiciary Committee, in terms of funding?
14: Are you prepared to defend your, your network, CNN? That I'm, had, your I'm, a, your I'm answering your question. You could ask me any question you want, but I'm entitled to answer the question, okay? You can't put words in my mouth, even though your network can hire Andrew McCabe, who was fired from the FBI for leaking classified documents. Did you remove him from your network? No, you continue to put him on to give judgment against President Trump. You also hire Clapper. Clapper has come out publicly. Finger, what steps is the will- house going...
5: What steps is the house-
1: She's so desperate to get him to stop talking about these things. And I, he, the way he's handling it is actually for Kevin McCarthy is b- uh, nothing short of brilliant. He, he is going to let her... He's letting her interrupt him. He's going to let her.
8: How's going to take...
1: He's not going to be combative with her.
8: In
15: terms of... Is there any effort to defund the FBI, any effort to defund the Department of Justice after what you've seen over the last several days?
14: So your network hires Clapper, (laughs) who literally (laughs) lied to the American public, one of 51 other individuals that had briefings and used it politically to tell the American public that a laptop was Russia collusion even though it had all this information about the Biden administration. Are you prepared to get rid of those people from your network? Because my concern as a policymaker is that when you weaponize government and now you're weaponizing networks, that is wrong. So we will take all of our power to make sure that the legal system in America gets the Back on, and people are treated fairly. I have a real problem that your network actually pays people Speaker who did classified information and then lied to the American public to try to influence a presidential election. And then you put them on your network to give an but, opinion but a about a
1: president.
3: president.
1: But, but that's not the question I'm asking. That's not the question. <laughs> Too bad. I thought he did very, very well. Uh, again, I'm going to complain about the staging when n- w- the Wicked Witch Nancy Pelosi, who literally I say that because she looks like the like a, like that, a, the Wicked Witch not, of Wizard of Oz with the face nah, melting off. Nah. Uh, uh, no, nice. after they throw the water on the Wicked Witch, okay, and she begins to I'm melting, I'm melting. You you cannot tell me that she doesn't look like that. I, I, okay, anyway, uh, <laughs> she does sometimes. It's still not <laughs> okay. nice to say. So uh, she knew how to stage her press uh, uh, availabilities. She was in that room. It was a sound controlled room. She's up on a podium. She almost looks like, you know, a knockoff of a presidential uh, event, like something you'd see Biden at. So uh, McCarthy's out in a loud hallway. You hear all this banging. Bam.
15: bam. Committee in terms of funding.
14: See are you prepared to defend your, your network, CNN? That I'm, had, you I'm, a- I'm answering your question. You could ask me
1: any question. You- what are they doing? Why there? He could. He could demand they show up anywhere. So I'd like to see them always. I'd like to see them improve their staging game. Think about it a little bit. Because you'd have had better audio out of that. It would have gotten this would have much more play than it does now. That's a good point. And what I thought what he did was perfect. He is not confrontational with her. He asserts, "I'm not going to let you tell me how to answer the question." And then when she continues to interrupt, he lets her, and then just keeps saying what he's going to say. He's using her. It's and it's perfect. These reporters, they've got an open mic. They don't have as much control over that narrative as they think they do. If, they, if you put that in front of them, you can turn it around on them and use it as a weapon. You just don't play their premise. Don't allow them their premise. Take their megaphone and use it for your own purposes. Especially today, because it doesn't matter what they broadcast. Everyone else sees it. This, isn't even, this clip isn't even from CNN. It's from the gaggle around them. Here is...
0: Yeah, did CNN even run the interview? I don't know. Be interesting.
1: Well, here. So here's what here's what I pulled from CNN. Boy, did they scrape the bottom of the barrel on this, Jeremy? They went for the most racially charged coverage I have seen on anywhere on this subject. They went and talked to Trump supporters. Uh, Putting that in quotes, the, the wait until you hear this and, and it's gonna, it's gonna look like it sounds. I'm going to let you listen, then you can tell me what you think the visuals are.
15: Well, it may come as no surprise that the Trump supporters that I spoke with um, really don't think too highly of special counsel Jack Smith or this investigation. And if anything, they're actually doubling down on their support for former President Donald Trump. They see this indictment as further proof of every level of government and the press is the way that they see it uh, are going unfairly after Trump.
12: Doesn't matter to me, not at all.
15: Outside the state convention, his supporters are unfazed.
10: I think it's a bunch of bull. (laughs) Trump ain't done nothing wrong. The thing Trump done is it saved this country.
15: They're not gonna let it stop. Mm -hmm. They can't stand the fact that he's running for president, and I am a Donald Trump fan.
7: It's uh, probably altered, Um, but it's just typical. Typical. liberal propaganda.
15: None of the Republican voters CNN spoke with had read the indictment.
1: <laughs> okay, now what do you think these people what do you think they look like? What do you think is going on here?
16: Uh, they sound
0: a little bit like they might be from uh, the countryside. <laughs> from the south? A little bit from the south. His supporters
15: are unfazed.
10: I think it's a bunch of bull. Trump ain't done nothing wrong. The only thing Trump done
1: is it saved this country. Trump ain't kind done a nothing little wrong. Bit, little
0: like, bit of West Virginia.
1: Guess what he's got? Maybe. He's got a he's got the he's got the Confederate flag patch on his leather. <laughs> <laughs> and a Trump hat.
0: Perfect.
1: The, I, he's right out of central casting.
0: I wonder if they cast him. I do too. I thought that from uh, what was the last thing that happened? There was something else recently where they had uh, they had it was was it a was it like a trans thing? It was something where they had this Trump supporter there who just it was like they had this Trump supporter in exactly the right place, looking exactly how they needed him to look. At exactly the right time, and I was like, I don't think that guy's
1: actually a Trump supporter. I don't think that there's any reason to doubt the veracity of CNN.
15: These loyalists share a deep sense of distrust against perceived opponents of Trump, including the Department of Justice, the FBI, and the press. Supporters routinely brought up President Joe Biden, former Vice President Mike Pence, and former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. All had sensitive materials in their possession while out of public office. One big difference, Trump and his aide, Walnada, face nearly a half dozen charges related to obstruction and concealment of documents.
1: Okay, let me translate that for you. One big difference, the Justice Department is so corrupt, they never went after any of these other people. They're only going after Trump,
15: including right. for allegedly suggesting to his lawyers to not cooperate with a grand jury subpoena.
1: He says, and I'm reading, this is for, they're highlighting it from the indictment. Wouldn't it be better if we just told them we don't have anything here? Okay, if you've got something there, then of course the answer is no. It wouldn't be better. But it's not illegal to ask your attorney that. You have an attorney sometimes to stop you from doing stupid stuff. Now, another way to interpret this is, he didn't have anything that he shouldn't have. And that's what he's referring to. Anything is referring to, possibly anything that i'm not supposed to have so look you it's it's potential that the worst case scenario is the proper interpretation it's possible that the most benign scenario is the most uh, is the is the correct interpretation but the fact is is that the people accusing him have zero credibility on anything they have zero credibility this is uh, these are arsonists uh, with with literally their, their, their clothes and their hair is in flames and they're pointing the finger at somebody going, that guy was playing with matches. Uh, no. <laughs> anyway.
11: Uh, joining us now to talk about this is Congressman Don Davis. He's a Democratic congressman. From- and this
1: is Jim Acosta who could not be happier to be back in the spotlight. <laughs> People had forgotten he still works at CNN. Um And this is where Th- they just take the racism and amp it up to 11. All the Trump supporters that they presented are all white. And now they bring in a black democrat from Congress who nobody has ever heard of. He's so important. The only thing that CNN is using him for, it's like they they're using him for blackface. It's it's disgusting. But they have to have the black contrast against Trump to the white, ain't done nothing wrong on Trump's side. It's They're just creating a black-white contrast.
11: Uh, joining us now to talk about this is Congressman Don Davis. He's a Democratic congressman
1: from North Carolina. Have you ever heard of this guy? No. No. He, Acosta has to tell you who he is, and you're going to find out why. This is why nobody knows who this guy is.
11: Uh, you know, a lot of Trump supporters just aren't going to change their mind based on all of this. And I, I know what you're saying. You're saying that people should look at the facts of this case. But it sounds like people have already made up their minds. At least Trump supporters have already made up their minds about this. They're, they're just not going to change their view on this. How do Democrats counter that? Yeah, Jim, we're still early in this process. And
0: as the process unfolds, uh, I truly believe more facts will come out. Uh, More information will be made readily available for the American people. And as uh, we gain insight to uh, what exactly those facts are and how they are applied towards the rule of law, uh, that's going to better inform our voters uh, potentially of what's taking place. And I have
6: confidence and faith in the American people.
1: That was the most vanilla answer he could give. (laughs) There's no exciting soundbite. There's no fire. There's no fight. It's terrible for cable news. That's why nobody knows who he is. He doesn't give soundbites. He he may be a very nice guy. I've got no idea who he is. But he doesn't talk in soundbites, which, frankly, actually makes me like him. Well, no, actually, he tries to talk in soundbites, but they're very boring soundbites. (laughs) Yeah. Um, we're just gonna, let, let's just wrap this out real quick, and then we'll do, we'll do the break. The, uh, here, let's see what we have. Um It is possible that the- This is the BBC. It is possible that the cumulative nature
15: of the scandals and the legal problems facing Donald Trump could eventually chip away at some of those people who might have voted for him. Uh, you can think of- People always talk about, you know, the the apocryphal the apocryphal a suburban woman in the suburbs of, you know, Philadelphia or Atlanta or Milwaukee or Phoenix, those key cities and key states that are going to be in play next year. And how will they feel if there are multiple indictments against the former president? But
1: now to me, that was the most honest news report I heard. in, in, in most of this, because that's what this is about. <laughs> that is absolutely what this is about. It's about trying to sway key demographic votes and uh, (laughs) there's there's panic. (laughs) There's a little bit of concern because it's not working. There's
4: nothing in polling right now that suggests that Donald Trump is being hurt by federal indictments, uh, by by any indictments. The the case of New York from a couple of months ago, it may actually have helped his standing. Look at this. This is our 538 polling average. Back on April 4th, when those charges against Donald Trump in Manhattan were first unveiled, Donald Trump was leading Ron DeSantis, his closest rival, by about 20 points. Now you fast forward two months to this weekend – Donald Trump is leading DeSantis by thirty points plus. None of the other candidates are seeing any movement at all. Donald Trump's numbers are going up. Ron DeSantis's numbers a little bit down.
1: A, a little bit down, almost six points. <laughs> it's not a little. And you could hear here's the here's the panic. Here's the panic.
17: The New York Times is reporting this. M- this is
1: Jen Psaki, uh, the former uh, White House press secretary. Uh, talking to Eric Holder, who himself was held in contempt of Congress. For what? Do you remember?
0: Wasn't it the Fast and
1: Furious? Yes, withholding documents. He obstructed justice. He obstructed Congress.
17: The New York Times is reporting this morning that Trump-appointed Judge Aileen Cannon was selected at random in this case, which is, of course, how it works in many districts, and will oversee it unless she recuses herself. How concerned are you about that, and should she recuse herself?
16: Well, from the perspective of the government and from my perspective as as a
1: citizen, (laughs) yeah, as a uh, former U.S. attorney who was held in contempt of Congress,
16: I'm concerned about her handling this case Um, based on what she did in the earlier phases of this matter. I'm not sure that she has the legal acumen um, to be a judge in charge of such an important case. Uh, I certainly don't think that she has the ability, based on what happened before and the way in which she was excoriated, by the circuit court for trying to interfere with um, the FBI's search of of, of Mar-a-Lago, uh, I don't think she has the ability to produce uh, to um, project the notion of neutrality that um, a, a ju- that judges in New
1: York are capable of having.
16: Judge was handling yeah. this matter in Washington D.C. Right. Has got to be able to do. So I would hope that she would see within herself or that somehow, some way she is convinced that she should get off the case and that uh, some other judge should handle this matter. Uh, I don't have confidence in her
1: abilities uh, to be fair or to be seen um, as fair. Now, remember, when Donald Trump complains about a judge, that's undemocratic. <laughs> when Eric Holder does it, that's just uh a new segment with Jen Psaki, but i think we're getting at if you begin to zoom out you can begin to get at the at the bigger picture of of what may be taking place here and i have one last clip let me play this
4: but in the summer of 2021, he starts doing some post presidential interviews.
1: So, this is again, this is back to CBS from the very beginning.
4: But in the summer of 2021, he starts doing some post presidential interviews. And at that same time, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mark Milley, is in the public profile a lot. He's being portrayed as someone who was heroic in the view of some of his admirers about how he handled January 6th, how he handled Trump's final days. So, Trump's taking these interviews with reporters, talking to book authors. He didn't talk to us for our book, Peril, but he talked to a lot of other people. And in in the course of these interviews, some of which were recorded, he starts to say, bringing out documents and saying, Millie was wrong on this, Millie was wrong on that. I know because some of this stuff I have is classified and I have it right in front of you. And based on our conversations with sources close to Trump, Uh, Trump aides were looking at the recorders on the table going, he's talking about classified material. It's now on tape. Mm -hmm. And now Trump aides, who were called before the special counsel, were forced to turn over audio tapes of Trump discussing classified material that he knowingly had. If you're a prosecutor, that's Goldman.
1: So. All right. What was your theory?
0: I don't remember now.
1: (laughs) Well, it must not have been very uh, No, accurate. it was
0: it was while L- Lindsey Graham was talking about um overcharging. Mhm. And I had had this theory a while back around like the BLM cases, you know, where like spe- especially with uh the one in Ferguson, the Mike Brown shooting. Right. Remember Darren Wilson? Hands up, don't shoot. Right. Darren Wilson was the white cop. And they charged him with first-degree murder, right? First or second, whatever it was, it was. It was a charge that they were never, ever, ever going to get a conviction on.
1: And you think that was intentional?
0: I always thought it was intentional because they got more out of not getting him put in prison And keeping everybody agitated and believing there's no justice. And so, for Lindsey Graham to be jumping up and saying, you know, this is like Trump or dislike Trump, you know, uh, you know, this is certainly not uh, espionage. Okay, and they're overcharging him. Well, maybe that's the same. Type of uh, thing that's going on here is they're using the whole thing as a as a way of uh, a, a form of propaganda that is going to, you know, enrage those people who who are opposed to him when he beats these cases it, that the cases are even, doomed to
1: fail. Yeah, he doesn't even have to beat these cases in order for that effect to work but yes i think that you're you're very possibly correct on now
0: no, i'm not i'm not saying that's i'm not saying that's what's happening i'm just saying that that's what could be happening
1: what i think that this potentially sets up first of all that last clip i played about Miley i'm going to play it again i won't play it all the way through but i'm going to play about half of it and i want you to tell me what it sounds like to you
4: But in the summer of 2021, he starts doing some post-presidential interviews. And at that same time, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mark Milley, is in the public profile a lot. He's being portrayed as someone who was heroic in the view of some of his admirers about how he handled January 6th, how he handled Trump's final days. So Trump's taking these interviews with reporters, talking to book authors. He didn't talk to us for our book, Peril, but he talked to a lot of other people. And in the course of these interviews, some of which were recorded, he starts bringing out documents and saying, Millie was wrong on this. Millie was wrong on that.
1: What does that strike you as? That's an op. That's an op all day long. They set him up. It's a psychological op. They knew that putting Miley out there and pumping him up the way they did would drive him nuts. And it would drive him nuts right when he was in front of people who he would be defending himself to. Convincing. Now, they make it sound like it was a hidden, there was a hidden microphone, or somebody surreptitiously recorded it. He's talking to authors for their books. He knows they're recording. Uh, anybody who believes any of these accusations is drinking the Kool-Aid. Don't believe any of it. This is a setup. It's a setup. And I think that a big part of what they're trying to do is uh, they don't want him convicted before the election. They want this Florida judge. They want the Florida judge to put this off, drag this out, get it past the election. That's critical for what they're doing here. They know that persecuting him this way will ensure that he's the nominee. So they're making him the nominee. He's crushing DeSantis now.
0: It seems that they're trying to make him be
1: the president. No, I don't think so. They want him to plausibly lose when they steal it from him again. Of course he lost. He's under indictment. He's on trial. He might be going to jail. And after that, they do not care. After that, I bet you they work out a deal with him where he gets off scot-free. Nothing. Because he'll be done. He won't be a threat to them anymore. They only need to steal it from him one more time and they win. And they're going to. So this is all about, well, two things. It's about setting up the narrative for the plausibility of why he lost. To cover up for the steal. And the second is to cover up for what is, you know, is being released right now. Well, not released, but what is coming to knowledge right now, and I don't have the, I don't have a clip for it because I literally it was just before we started recording that I saw it. Uh, Chuck Grassley went on the floor of the Senate last night to say, you know, hey. We, this document that the FBI reluctantly showed to the House uh, Investigation Committee—I forget which committee it is—is the Judiciary Committee. I forget which committee it is. And the redacted document. Well, I've seen the unredacted document, and it talks about these 17 recordings that uh, that that uh, that the. Uh whistleblower, who is the person who was bribing, allegedly bribing Hunter Biden and uh, and, and then Vice President Biden, uh, had, was, had 15 recordings of Hunter and two recordings of Biden himself that substantiate the bribery claims. So, all Give me of this a break. is a Give big me a distraction break. from that, Come on. too.
0: Come on. Give me a break. Right. Give me a break, man.
1: So, Come on,
0: man. Well, I'll give you a break. Money,
1: honey, That's my Biden. Money, honey, money, honey, That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for our unsponsored commercial break. This is that time in the episode where we get to tell you how we do things. How did you like what we just talked about? We may even continue talking about it. Uh, Did you find value in that? Because the way that we bring you this program is something called the Value for Value Model. And what is the Value for Value Model? Did you find value in what we were just talking about? Was this material you maybe hadn't heard? Did we make you laugh? Did Did we make you think? If so, if you felt you received value, we need to ask you to return value to the podcast. There are a number of ways to do that. Share the show. That is the single most important way to help this podcast and return value to this podcast is to, if you can think of a couple of people that might be interested in this, or if there's something we've said that is an interesting point that you want someone to hear, clip it. You can clip the show on any of the number of uh, uh, podcasting services, uh, or you could clip it using your phone. There are a lot of ways to clip audio these days. Heck, Write us, and I'll clip something for you. If you hear somebody say, oh, I need that as a clip, I'll clip it for you. I'll send it back to you. Share it with somebody that's sharing the show. That really helps us grow our audience, and that's a very important thing for us right now. Another way is, and this is exciting because people have been doing this, rating us at Apple Podcasts, at Spotify, wherever you're downloading your favorite podcast. rate us, and if possible, leave a review, leave a message, and people have been doing that. Jeremy, have you been noticing that? yeah i saw a couple new ones i know what did you see at apple
0: is that Uh, what you're talking about yeah there was we had uh here's apple great this one is this one is from uh isaiah 26 3 something tells me that's not this person's name and it's a reference (laughs) to the bible uh great show Jeremy and Andrew mesh well together and have enough personal differences for it to not be boring, but align on the core issues. They are not afraid to tell the truth and bring a perspective I have not thought about before. I have listened to many news shows, and this one is by far the best. Thank you, Isaiah. Wow, that
1: is very not nice. Isaiah. That's a good one. That is a good one.
0: And there's another one. There was another Uh, new
1: one, and it just disappeared on my Apple Podcast app. I don't know. I I see. It
0: says, Mm -hmm. uh, it's. uh, so this one, I think it's from one of our regular producers, Dan King, because it says D King, or it's a different D King. Best, uh, it says truth, best new show on, your opinions, sets the truth free, stay baited. And that is fine. That's a great review. That's all we need are positive, good reviews, five-star reviews. So we have 15 five-star ratings now on Apple Podcasts and nothing lower than five stars.
1: Which is reflective of our five-star audience. Thank you very much. Oh, I've been asked to uh, instruct people because it's a little bit confusing. If you're on Apple Podcasts and you're looking at our podcast, you see our list of episodes. And you may be looking at it wondering, well, where do I rate this thing? Where do I leave a comment? You have to scroll down. It's towards the it's towards the bottom of the list of our episodes. That's where they put that section. I don't know why they put it all the way down there. They should at least put a hot button where you can push it up there and it sends you down there. Uh, but there, that's where it is. Scroll down and you'll see it. Uh, and Jeremy, I have to tell you... Uh, first of all, I also want to acknowledge uh, Alan Joliet has written in... Um, with some really valuable stuff. Uh, and we're not prepared to actually present any of it today, but I did want to acknowledge it and we're going to be getting to it. I also want to say thank you to uh, Jeff. Uh, for, uh, Oh shoot. I shouldn't have said his last name. I think that's the <laughs> second time you've done that. <laughs> uh, did I get it out the last time? I don't remember. Oh, I hope so. Uh, I, w- so, I want to take also a moment to thank uh, Jeff from Elkhorn, who wrote uh, in to ask if I was okay. Hope you're okay. Thank you very much, Jeff. I am okay. As well, you know, as okay as I can be. Do you know
0: what else? Jeff uh, in Elkhorn wrote in a couple times. Oh. He wrote in hoping you feel better. But before he wrote in, hoping you feel better, he wrote in about something we were talking about. I didn't see that. Yeah. It says the subject of the email is MT Green. Oh, that's right. Hey, and do you know what? I like that MT. We should call her MT Green instead of MTG. Empty, get it? Empty. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff says uh, regarding empty, empty green. Uh, well, uh, let me s- here. He says, uh, sh- 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 I'm getting your response." Oh, like, Mar because we've been talking about her a lot, right?
1: Yeah, and, and-, and our our t- uh, uh, impression of her is not flattering. <laughs> We and our impression of fans. her
0: is that, yeah, we're not really big fans of her. We think she's kind of all talk at best. Tool of the establishment at
1: this point. She's sold Total out. Total tool
0: of the establishment. Sellout. She's taking selfies with McCarthy. She's pushing his bills around. She's defending all that he does. She's and in with the in crowd. Totally. She's the part of the DC elite. I like to call her Minnie Kinzinger. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Now, hang on a second. We have, <laughs> we have listeners who disagree. <laughs> Do you want to read what Jeff wrote?
0: One of those listeners is Jeff from Alcorn. says, Marjorie Taylor Green is legit. Sorry, but you're wrong. And did you see my response? I did, and it was so funny because... It was almost exactly the same response I was gonna make.
1: <laughs> I said, Well, it wouldn't be the first time <laughs> that we've been wrong. <laughs> tell me why you feel that way. Make a case for her, and we'll read it if you like. Now he did not respond. He didn't,
0: he didn't come in with any evidence. All he did is tell us we're wrong. She's legit, said sorry, but you're wrong. And, uh, yeah, I got to say, let's, we, we've put up some of our uh, reasoning. We've shown clips and given examples of why uh, we have covered her the way that we have. And, Jeff, if you have uh, some other clips or something that you would like to put forth to convey to the audience of why we're wrong... Uh, I think we would be happy to play them, wouldn't Very. we? Very. Otherwise, Agreed. i have been starting to feel like maybe Jeff
1: is on the payroll. Well, it's possible we've changed his mind since the, <laughs> since he wrote in. <laughs> he listened to our it. episodes again. He decided for right. Like, I think McCarthy. Uh,
0: I think he's might be getting some of that McCarthy money. <laughs> <Do> you, <laughs>
1: wait, hold on a second. It's possible. Do we have our first? our first spook listener <laughs> jeff from Elkhorn. are you a He's spook a good, are you a mccarthy operative jeff
0: <laughs> uh, no i refuse to believe it we i don't not think have so yet i don't think so uh so thank you for writing in jeff uh we are not wrong <laughs> but we'll be happy to. Uh, we'll be happy to allow you to attempt to prove us wrong, and it is possible you can. Uh, but we need to have some evidence.
1: Uh, as with many things, I'd like to be wrong about her.
0: But yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that comment. I, I'd uh, like to be wrong about most of the things. I think. Right.
1: I know. I know. I, there are many times a day where I hope to myself that I am just a tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theorist. Because that's actually a much more comforting reality than reality. Uh, so I have to pass along to you, cruise director Barb. We have not heard from her in a long time, but she has been avidly listening. She reached out when she said, "This is this is affecting our numbers." By the way, she said that she and her family were listening together. They were each in different parts of the house. Uh, doing different things, but they put it on and they were, you know, blasting it through the house and all they heard was you (laughs) saying, Andrew? Andrew? (laughs) First of all, they thought it was absolutely hilarious. Uh, She was just, wanted to make sure to pay you a huge compliment that, uh, that you are sounding fantastic Oh, uh, thank you, Cruise
0: Director Barb. She
1: loves, uh, she thinks you've really, uh, she's been listening from the very beginning. She's yes. one of those listeners who's just been d- really uh, dedicated and, and encouraging and helpful, critical when we've needed it, uh, and uh, wanted to make sure to uh, pass along to you. You're doing a, a great job, she feels. She really loves the the way you've developed your voice. Uh Oh, and so that's there you go. So nice. She didn't say anything about me, which kind of. <laughs> Well, the fact Neither that I she's saying no, right—that's—that's had... that's
0: what's implied. <laughs> okay. the, by that—that that generous compliment that I'm getting is really saying like I'm finally catching up to yeah, you. Yeah, see,
1: I I read it differently. <laughs> I'm still, it still chopped I liver. I haven't had my
0: journey yet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: still chopped liver over here. Man, <laughs> thanks, Barb. Yeah, one one day I'll be as good as Andrew. At this.
1: <laughs> Cruise <laughs> director Barb, thank you for listening, but. Do you all have to listen on one device one time? Please, listen on multiple devices. You should be getting... We there have a, are few, a, lot of a different, few. There's a
0: few big families we know right. of that are listening together as a family. Mm. Uh, I like so that. That's just, great, but everybody should play it on their own device at the same time.
1: Right. And rate it. That's the more important thing. Rate it on all the different devices. So on different right. devices.
0: As soon as like the countdown starts, maybe, everybody sync up their device push play at the same time that's right and then you won't have a this isn't that hard
1: people (laughs) just just all get together download it and sync your devices
0: (laughs) and share the show and
1: even though this is the truth bait podcast don't worry about uh uh you know fudging the rules go rate it multiple times on different devices we we like that share the show Share the show. Do you have with anything rich, else? With,
0: with rich people.
1: Oh, and uh, truth at truthbait.com. Write us at truth at truthbait.com. The other way to return value is send us video, send us clips. I've got people sending us clips. Um, uh, I don't know if anything I'm playing today is coming from anybody. Otherwise, I would have given attribution. But we have stuff that's coming up. I do. I have,
0: uh, I, have some, uh, I have a, a story from uh, Chris chris l in delavan wisconsin
1: i mean at this point if you are if you send us a segment if you're sending us a clip that's a segment you're an executive producer of the episode
0: well sort of i still had to edit the whole thing so you're the editor yeah
1: (laughs) he just sent he
0: did you run this back past him to make sure you did it right he just sent down the story, um, which uh, yeah, is very appreciated.
1: Yeah, that is huge value. It it is uh, it's, it takes us a tremendous amount of time to find the content, to prep the content, to produce this show. And it is huge value for somebody to find content for us. You're all looking at stuff, too. You're into this. You're as dedicated as we are. So you're seeing content. Don't be bashful. Send it to us, truth at truthbait.com. And let, you know, and it's really helpful to us if you don't just send the clip, but send us a note that says, Hey, this is what's important about it. And even a timestamp is really helpful. Go to this place in the clip to see it specifically. That is huge value. So thank you very much, which, uh, 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 Jeremy, did you have anything else on CNN? No, I'm not on CNN. Excuse me on, uh, on the Trump and no,
0: I don't, um, I don't think so where we taught what where we get into another point?
1: No, I just, I, you know, I, I feel like I want to just try to advise people to don't get too riled up. Yeah, r- I would
0: try to not filled get with anxiety. Too focused on it. They
1: want you to be in a state of frenzy. They're trying to get you upset. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be upset. I'm saying don't. Give them what they want. Don't let them own you like that. So if you can find some peace, find a way to let it go. I think maybe one way is, I'll tell you what I do. I rest assured knowing there's absolutely nothing I can do. This game is much bigger than us. It's being played out by people who are in control and it ain't us. It's like... Uh, uh,
0: well, I'm going to add to that.
1: Well, yeah, right. I know where you're going to go with it. Remember George Carlin? <laughs> George Carlin, his line, it's a big club and you ain't in it. Yeah. And that's a fact. We ain't in it. So, I don't know. To and, me, there's something... Uh, that That's its own level of disturbing, but... It doesn't disturb me in the micro. It doesn't disturb me on a case-by-case basis. On a case-by-case basis, I'm able to say, this is part of something actually much bigger that's happening. And that's what I'm actually worried about. It's part of something much
0: bigger, and it is out of our hands, and it's out of the hands of those you think it's in. It's all in God's hands, and that is what I rest assured in because as bad and ugly as things get, I believe he has a good plan in the end. And uh, and that's what we can rest in as it's all in his control. And look at all the things that have come out. Look at all the things we know now that we haven't known about the truth of this country and how things are working and things that are going on. it's actually putting us, I think, in a position, uh, you know, to to put up a fight that we weren't uh, doing before. So I don't think it's all that. Uh, it's not all bad. Uh,
1: so that's what I'll Audio add to jungle. that. Audio jungle. I was just auditioning some heavenly music. I wouldn't buy that one. <laughs>
0: that one's better I like that one that one's more alright I'll download that one (laughs) okay um and speaking of the subject of God uh did you see this story and I like this story because and this story comes from Chris in Delavan thank you Chris uh this story last week this pastor and Ted Cruz getting into this uh it kind of blew up
1: Uh, you mentioned this but I've not heard this at all I don't know anything about what you're about to play
0: okay so so Ted Cruz there's a law some new law in Uganda and just so everybody knows I think this is a feel-good story the story covers some mature topics Uh, Just so that people are aware, if there are any children listening, there are some mature topics here. Um, And I I don't know where everybody is at with their kids in some of these topics of life. Um, There are topics that are addressed in the Bible, but they are adult, mature topics. So, just to give everybody a heads up on that. Uh, An anti-homosexuality law in Uganda... And Ted Cruz commented on the law. The law, uh, this is coming from a website called churchleaders.com. I don't know anything about this website. It's just where I found the tweets aggregated in one place. And they described uh, Uganda's strict new homosexuality law, which reportedly stipulates life imprisonment and death penalty in, quote, aggregate aggravated cases continues to spark heated debates among those uh, come between one became this pastor tom askell he's a pastor actually i have uh, respect for and i've played clips of him previously on this show and ted cruz who we all know is the uh, senator from texas and Ted Cruz tweeted about this law, that, uh, that the law was horrific and wrong and grotesque and an abomination and a human rights abuse. And he also said that any law uh, to this respect was that and that caused this uh pastor tom askell to kind of rebuke him on twitter and uh ted cruz responded again that he doesn't really know you know who you are um but uh you know we don't need to use old testament uh laws anymore in in our society. this turned into a big back and forth uh and it kind of blew up of who's right this this is a crazy pastor that's uh you know homophobic bigot and Ted Cruz is now like the level-headed conservative uh out there and there was an interview on the local Florida MBC, and this will give you a better, con- you know, sort of context to what happened afterwards. But the the title of their story was uh, was that this uh, Cape Coral pastor facing facing backlash for supporting the death penalty. So here's the here's the report from NBC.
6: Uh, any man who lies with a man as he lies with a woman uh, is to be put to death because it's an abomination to God.
0: Now, he was he's reading that directly from scripture.
3: A Cape Coral pastor is facing national criticism for saying being gay should be a crime. This is the same pastor who offered a prayer at Governor DeSantis's inauguration in January.
0: So, obviously, their angle is to connect this guy to DeSantis.
3: You're watching NBC2. I'm Kelly Burns.
13: And I'm Peter Bush. Pastor Tom Askell made the comments in response to Senator Ted Cruz calling out a proposed law that would put gay people in jail. Only NBC2's Dave Elias is talking to Askell tonight about what he says he meant.
18: Well tonight, the pastor of the Grace Baptist Church here in Cape Coral says that he has been met with a firestorm of controversy since sparring with U.S. Senator Ted Cruz over a law in Uganda that calls for criminalizing the gay lifestyle, even putting people to death. Tonight, he says he's setting the record straight.
6: I think homosexuality should be
18: prohibited in a society that's going to flourish. Pastor Tom Askell appeared by many to support executing gay people, citing a Bible quote on Twitter. It says
6: that uh, any man who lies with a man as he lies with a woman uh, is to be put to death. Because...
0: Did you hear that, what he said?
1: So, he no.
6: appeared to support
18: executing. the death. Tonight, he says he's setting the record straight.
6: I think homosexuality should be prohibited in a society that's going to flourish.
18: Pastor Tom Askell appeared by many to support executing gay people, (laughs) citing a Bible quote on Twitter.
6: It says that uh, any man who lies with a man as
18: he lies with a woman uh, is to be put to death because it's an abomination to God. He was responding to conservative Senator Ted Cruz, who called a Uganda law against gay people horrific and wrong. Do you support? this law in Uganda that calls for criminalizing this, putting people in prison, or at worst, killing them. So I would simply say, no, I, as an American living in a constitutional republic, I wouldn't
6: want to argue for the execution of homosexuals. I wouldn't do that. Okay, so
1: even but though he appeared to. <laughs> but he's leaving the door open for criminal. Yeah, he is. He is, however he believes homosexuality (laughs) (laughs) should be a
18: crime.
6: I think we were better off as a society when sexual immorality of every sort was illegal.
18: I would invite him to ask, is he loving us as LGBTQ people, as a community, by saying we need to be arrested or criminalized? Reverend Craig Cranston of St. John the Apostle is condemning the pastor's approach. It's all about how do we care for one another. So what did Jesus say? Love one another, and love yourself, and love God. Now, I did reach out to Governor Ron DeSantis's office for a comment on the controversy, since the pastor Askell gave the opening prayer at the governor's inauguration, and we did not hear back from the governor's this office. This
13: is crazy. I mean, the Bible has verses that says people should be charged criminally if they curse at their parents or, you know, cheat on their spouse. Like, does Askell think we should be following that part of the Bible as well? Actually,
18: he does, Peter. We brought that question up and he said that uh, that should be criminalized as well and people should possibly go to jail if they cheat on their spouse.
0: Okay. So what do you think about Tom Askell?
1: Hmm. Well... I was just considering. What do you think about that report? What do you that? think about that? <laughs> what do you think about that report? Okay. So here's what I would say. For, first of all, it's an inflammatory report. They're they're playing political games. Uh, they don't they don't care. Okay, <laughs> let's just lay that out on the table. So I'm not going to respond to this or accept it or reject it on the terms of the premise of the media as they're presenting it because it's it's invalid to begin with. It's disingenuous. They would have to actually care to to believe the things they're saying. So uh, I uh, disagree with most of what he is saying in terms of it being a prescription for how I would like to live my life. However, in the United States of America, he should be free to form and develop his own community. And if they want to live that way, they should be able to live that way. This is the United States. So if you can form a community where We're in theory. This is the United States. Uh, We're supposed to be living under a constitution that would allow for the freedom of religion to be practiced that way, if you saw fit. So, okay, but take all of that
0: out of the right and wrong of that, but just the media portrayal. Like, what is the what do what do you get out of this report? What What does this report tell you?
1: It tells me they're done with Desantis. You had Cape Okay, that's good. That's interesting.
0: I mean you have the title is Cape Coral Pastor Facing Backlash for Supporting Death Penalty for Homosexuals.
1: Yeah, they're well, they're trying to obviously they want the gay community to be anti DeSantis.
0: And would you say that by their report though that, that I just played, that's pretty much what it sounds like?
1: What? I mean, other than the part that, that, other than
0: the clip was there that he said he doesn't support it. Right. No,
1: they're, well, they're painting him as, yeah, they're painting him as, as supporting the death penalty for homosexuality. Yeah. So, although he's even a little bit, look, I got to tell you, I think that if you read between the lines on him, that he would actually prefer to live in a society where he could advocate for the death penalty for homosexuality according to his religious beliefs. So, But he respects the Constitution that he lives under. All right. So he recorded
0: the entire 30-minute interview.
1: Uh-oh. <laughs> this was a setup. I've been set up. <laughs>
0: he recorded the entire 30-minute interview himself. and Or his own... Maybe he had his own camera guy. Or else he somehow got... NBC, you know to give him the full interview i'm not sure what actual arrangement was made but he released the full unedited 27 minute interview on twitter and probably some other place. i found it on twitter i think that was what uh chris had sent to me um so i've clipped some parts of the full interview and i want to you know, Wait, Chris see sent what you, you what,
1: Chris sent you the full interview,
0: the full interview.
1: So yeah. you're you're working with a producer to entrap me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay, great. I just want to make sure I understand. Very good. That is a good producer. <laughs> it wasn't my initial
0: thought. My initial thought was, was this is genius. just a good. I love it. My initial thought was this is just a good story to cover, but my, then my secondary thought was, oh, I can totally nail Andrew on this one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know how he's gonna respond to this clip. <laughs> so, anyway, anyways, yeah, one second. <laughs> I'm I'm calling executive producer Ann. <laughs> there may be a spot for her to fill in here. <laughs> uh, okay. So, all right. I'm hanging up. Already. Here are some
0: segments from the actual edited unedited video are uh, edited by me unedited interview I think it starts off just just with him not answering a question i can't remember all right now, when you hit wait, when you
1: hit your when you hit your keyboard to start this clip i want you to hit it like with a hammer
6: all right i'm going to do it respect him and appreciate much of what he does and I saw that he put that up on social media
0: so he's talking about he's talking about Ted Cruz and what happened Uh,
6: protesting that law saying that was a bad law but then he went further and he said any law that criminalizes homosexuality is horrific it's grotesque and it's wrong well, as a Christian, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ, and Jesus has given us his word, and in that word, it says in the Old Testament economy, when God had an old covenant people of Israel, it says that uh, any man who lies with a man as he lies with a woman uh, is to be put to death because it's an abomination to God. And so, immediately, my mind went to what Ted Cruz has just done, perhaps inadvertently, is say that God is guilty of giving his old covenant people a law that is an abomination.
0: Part of this is understanding what his criticism of Cruz was. Not the law itself, but that Cruz saying any law that did this, that says this, is an abomination or grotesque and askel is saying that then what cruz is saying and he says perhaps inadvertently is that what it actually says in scripture is grotesque and wrong and that's why he called out ted cruz that's just a little context the the other parts are more in relation to the NBC interview. so
18: I think I want to be clear here and I think other people were asking for some clarity mm-hmm. on you know do you support this law in Uganda that calls for criminalizing this mm-hmm. putting people in prison or at worst killing
0: now this is Dave Elias he's the NBC Cape Coral reporter that asked that
6: question. Yeah, well, I don't think I have any reason to uh, comment on whether I support that law or not. I'm not a colonialist, and I'm certainly not a racist. And so I think Uganda has the right to establish laws in their republic as they see fit. But the the killing part, that's limited to what they called aggressive homosexuality. They're talking about the rape of children or disabled people, uh, people against their will. And uh, I think that's pretty just.
1: Okay. So that's See, a he's little... making a big mistake, though, Jeremy, he's he is. Does he think that he's going to be able to engage in this conversation with this reporter and be presented fairly? Well, that's a or good accurately? question. I mean, that's what is a good this, question. How does this serve what he's trying to achieve? Yeah, not, I, that's a good
0: question. And in fact, Chris, who sent me the story, asked me, like, is it would it be better to just not do the interview at all?
1: why do you have to help feed into the narrative that they're trying to use in the most toxic way possible against you
0: and i think that's a valid point mr marcus i think that's a i think that's a valid point um but there's a little bit more here in how the rest of this story plays
18: out Mm-hmm. Uh, and not to sway off too much, but you, you, you said you disagree with the Pope on yes. criminalizing. So you agree that homosexuality should be a crime? I,
6: I think homosexuality should be prohibited in a society that's going to flourish. And again, that doesn't mean that uh, we go around and, and uh, try to investigate everybody's activities. But what it does mean is the way that this nation existed for most of its history, where uh, people who were adulterers, people who were fornicators, people who were Pedophiles, uh, people who are homosexuals—they didn't go out and parade that. They, they didn't have months celebrating that. Okay, can I they stop didn't... you
1: for a second? I mm-hmm. just—that offends me. I don't okay. like that rapists and pedophiles are just so easily in the same breath as homosexuality. It's not the same. It may well, be the re- according to sin, biblically, and I can't speak to that because I'm not a Christian. Uh, and I'm not religious, so I I, I can't speak to that. But uh, or I'm not faithful. The the but that's t- to me that that is I dare I say I'm offended by that. I, maybe I'm not offended. I just well, do, I very much disagree with comp- comparing the two, the three.
0: Okay, that's. Fine, and I understand that because you don't have the biblical perspective on it. But what his argument is going by is what is actually stated and listed in the Bible. And so that, I mean, understanding that he is operating under the premise that it is sinful behavior at just like theft.
1: Yes, but if you're going to compare, if you're going to compare them, I— I wouldn't be I wouldn't be bothered if he was saying it's a sin like any other sin. Okay, I get that. I get that 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 people believe that it's a sin. Okay, fine, but that doesn't. I'm not sure that's what he's saying.
0: It is. He actually listed all those like by as theft as drunkenness, and then he even talked about uh you know children. See,
1: I don't know. Those, right there, he listed in order. And I might mess up the order. <laughs> rapist, pedophiles, and homosexuality.
0: Okay, so I mean, continue. I mean, Tried. if you want to say
1: gluttony, if you want to add gluttony to that list, okay. So now, okay, you're 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 speaking of religious sin, I suppose. But he's making that sounded like literally just a, a moral equivalence. I don't know personally. When I see a homosexual, I don't think rapist. I don't think pedophile. I don't think he does either. Okay, you can see how people might reasonably be left totally, with the impression yeah, I mean, that that's sure. what he's saying.
0: Yeah, because if you're not reading the if you're not reading the Bible and you're not studying the Bible, you're going to not understand this perspective. I I don't think right, or okay. have trouble with it. Yeah. Well, so, so but, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All I mean, the more reason had, why
1: you've got to be very deft in the way that you speak about these things in modern times so that you sure. can get your point across the way you sure. need to sure
6: yes okay and i'd say that's a valid point investigate everybody's activities but what it does mean is the way that this nation existed for most of its history where uh, people who were adulterers people who were fornicators people who are pedophiles uh, people who are homosexuals they didn't go out and parade that they, they didn't have months celebrating that they didn't try to groom others into their way of living uh, their sexual lives They realized okay we're out of step here with this society that is determined this is what's right and this is what's wrong do you now he said adulterers and
0: fornicators and pedophiles so the one would you
1: say right, that I, it's- I guess I must have mentally added rapists sorry. <laughs> Yeah. So that was my own bias. I guess I do think rapist. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) So.
0: Okay, so anyways, I'll continue on.
18: feel that your comments in any way are inflaming or <laughs> encouraging people to rise up against a marginalized group of people uh, who already are, are under attack.
6: Well, who are you referring to as marginalized? LGBTQ
18: folks. They have a whole
6: month celebrating themselves. What other marginalized people has that? I don't know why you would think they're marginalized.
18: Well, <laughs> I mean... I don't th- have a month they- uh, celebrating uh, my uh, heterosexual... Uh, I-
6: <laughs> this is a pretty good point, right? <laughs> this is a
0: pretty fair point. Uh, here's one more clip on it. Well,
18: so and I just want to be clear you sure. also think people who have affairs should, should it should be a criminal act. Yeah, uh, absolutely. absolutely. And explain that. I mean, should they go to jail? Should they be arrested? Perhaps. I don't
6: know. They might should be fined. I mean, you think of how many women have been abused by men because they uh, have no consequences for the way that they treat their uh, wives or or not even their wives, just women in general. Uh, If we had the laws that we had on the books, if they were still enforced from 100 years ago, we would see far less of that.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. This is, so, it, it's amazing. It's insulting. This, these people have no concept of what this country is supposed to be. This should not be shocking what this gentleman is saying. I can go ahead and disagree with it. I can even go ahead and feel offended by it. But I would defend with my life this guy's right to live the way he wants under our Constitution. Okay. Which should allow for <laughs> religious freedom. What do people not get? Oh, yeah, you're and, entitled to your religious freedom, you, you, uh, you scumbag. Is that here, really the message? But here's Welcome to America, thing. you jerk.
0: Now, here's the thing. Keep in mind, this was the Cape Coral pastor facing backlash for supporting the death penalty for Yeah, so far he hasn't done that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so
1: far that hasn't happened.
18: <laughs> All
0: right, and now here's a few questions at the end of the interview that didn't make
6: the NBC cut.
18: Um, what would you say to a gay couple who came to your church on a Sunday?
6: I'd say, welcome. We're delighted that you're here. You know, we would love to get to know you. When, can you come to dinner? And I would be happy to sit down and talk with them and explain to them what the Bible says about all kinds of things. I, I wouldn't immediately say, oh, you know, you're gay, so this is not the place for you. And listen to the way he puts this. He's-
0: then he goes uh, to read a part of... Uh, Paul's writing in Corinthians, and I think this is valuable too for more perspective on how he's viewing sin in general
6: that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. Do not be deceived, neither sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. But you were washed, you were sanctified, justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ by the Spirit of God. This is a church full of people who used to be homosexuals, fornicators, adulterers, greedy, proud people. The only kind of people that God saves are sinners. And I'm I'm the worst of them. So any any room I'm in, I know exactly.
0: Okay, so again, you may disagree, you may not think it's right, but he's certainly not sounding like somebody that wants to go and hang all homosexuals.
1: Right. He's not a uh, a fanatic in Sudan or wherever <laughs> I'm sorry where did Uganda. this start Uganda <laughs> U- Uganda <laughs> It's amazing how they have taken a story about muslim fanatics and turned it into a story about american christian fanatics right That's fa- that's that we fa- well done media that is unbelievable yeah. i'm sorry i couldn't get to my applause fast <laughs> enough That is fantastic well done
0: uh,
6: so, there's
0: two more here. What
6: we're experiencing in America. So, what we need in America is not, hey, let's change the law tomorrow. What we need is for God to have mercy on us.
0: Did You said that he wants America to have those laws, right? You uh, said that was your perception, that you thought you weren't sure that he no, would my, want to have my those perception, laws. My
1: perception was that he would like to be living under biblical law. Okay. That's – and and – in America, he should have the ability to look. The Utah exists for the Mormons. You're telling me that in this great country, the space in this great country, there isn't a place where somebody who wants to live religiously, fundamentally, maybe even in a way that is is uh, even more still. fundamentalist than 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 uh, than society uh, in general holds for themselves. The, this is America, for, and e- e- even still, the First still, Amendment comes first.
0: Even still, <laughs> for the sake of brevity, I took some things out that address those the topics of Old Testament law, which he completely argues against. That that's something that we should have, that we should be adhering to. The point that he goes on to make earlier in the interview, and I think everybody should go listen to the full interview, and I will put it in the show notes because I think it's interesting, but the point that he makes is that the, the Old Testament laws were there to show us what is and what is not righteous in God's view, in the god of the bible. So it's it's not that this is you have to do this now and kill all homosexuals to be righteous. That's not the point that's being made here, but that is what MBC2 is trying to say he's saying.
1: Right, but what would have helped him is if he had known that what NBC was looking to do was take a story about Muslim fanatics and turn it into a story about Christian fanatics and know that everything you say is going to be used in that service. Well, he might have known because he recorded the whole interview. <laughs> well, he might have known that not to trust them, but he might yeah. not have known why true. specifically not yeah, to trust that's them. that's true. that might have affected the way he approached it. Maybe it ass. wouldn't have, but I, you know. Right. guess so that's, that's the two, disgusting, I think that's a great story, because that is... Two, two more clips here. <clears throat> in America.
6: So what we need in America is not, hey, let's change the law tomorrow. What we need is for God to have mercy on us and to come and revive us. And it starts in the church. It starts with me. It starts with the people who say, Jesus Christ is Lord. Well, we need to repent of our sin and we need to own our sin. Quit looking down our noses at other people and saying, "Oh, we're better than you are because we're not like you are. It's not true. And then in repentance, get up and call everyone to come and know this God through Jesus Christ. That's what. Okay. All right. Do you, happened
0: to have- did that sound unreasonable <laughs> no
6: <laughs> no
1: I mean did that sound well, it's, un- a, it, it's gonna sound very painful to a to a Maoist <laughs> to a right. to a neo Maoist to a Marxist too I mean he said it starts left. with
0: us it said starts with us pastors and believers you know not looking down our noses at everyone else
1: they and hate our that own anybody sin. Is saying this they love it because right? they can use it but they hate that anybody says it
0: then um, here do you This was he the interview was over and and Dave Elias looks at the producer like anybody else have any questions and then this <laughs> other guy hopped in do you Happen
6: to have any gay friends? Uh, yes, actually I do. We we've actually had um... <laughs> Wow.
1: <laughs> do you happen to have any Christian friends? Right? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been Schmuck. a good one to throw back God. in his face. Jesus Christ. That's what okay. All right. Do you
6: Happen to have any gay friends? Uh, yes, actually, I do. We, we've actually had, uh, uh, well, we, yeah, we've got people in this church who have identified that way in the past. They wouldn't identify that way now, but yeah, and and
18: and family members, of course. And you have family members yeah. who identify as mm-hmm. gay, yeah, and and how do you feel about that?
6: I love them. I'm sad for them, uh, just like I'm sad for the fornicators uh, that. Uh,
1: You know, give themselves over to that lifestyle, or thieves, you know, agree. So, (laughs) yes, yeah, just I still can't. I I know what he's saying. I get what he's saying. (laughs) I don't. I don't like hearing (laughs) hearing homosexuality equated with thievery. Well, okay, but he
0: equated it it with fornicator, which is which is which is which is you know having a a relation with uh, a member of the opposite sex outside of marriage that is meant for inside of marriage and right, no, then this I, I, would be exactly that same thing
1: Right and I, I guess I would not consider a fornicator a thief necessarily either although unless if it's well, real, they're, if they're only they're inside different. there's actually I think it's it's and it, it, uh, I know th- it, it would be wrong of me to put these on a scale, right? Is that is that the idea? You can't put them on a scale; they're all equal. Is that the deal? It all that is the deal.
0: Yes. That's all I just, sin. <laughs> I all just, I sin. Feel, I
1: my unreligious, my unfaithful. Uh, I don't know how to put it because I know that you've said that you, people aren't religious. Is that what you say? They're faithful. Is that it's wrong? Is it will, incorrect s- to say they're religious?
0: It's that's a whole different
1: topic, but, <laughs> okay, but because people, I'm trying, people, to, be, I'm trying to, to be respectful in the way that I say. No, this. No, no, my I perspective. You, I don't, I, I don't, I don't view them that way. I see, uh, because uh, I'm not, I'm not looking at it from the from the same direction. So to me, the, the equating of, you. Know, it, he, what he's somebody saying is somebody, somebody is, somebody is I, in my opinion, somebody's born homosexual. You're, you're, you're born with it. it may be there may be some environmental component to it as well, but I think a large part of it is out of your personal control. Now, some people are able to control it later in life, I suppose, or earlier in life. I don't know. These are, I, this is not. These are not the shoes I walk in. Um, but that to me is different than a thief. Who but the shoes makes the you walk in, choice as an adult or even as a, a young person to steal something you don't okay, have to
0: the, make that choice but the shoes that you walk in are the shoes of a sinner and everybody well, give the biblical argument, give it <laughs> the biblical the the biblical uh View is is that everybody is a sinner, and the point here, and society does it very well, is to say that well, all of these other things are sins, but this one thing, homosexuality, isn't, or shouldn't be considered that way, or shouldn't be this considered the same as all these other sins. But in the Bible, the Bible specifically lists it as one, and it doesn't it it, it and and that's the the point which. You questioned is accurate. Is and the answer to is that all sin, according to the Bible, the the penalty of all sin is death, and the and 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 that is why everybody needs a savior. And his point that he makes more in the interview is that he wants people to know, and people should know that that they are sinning. And he uses a metaphor that if if you're holding a rattlesnake that you don't know is a rattlesnake, and I come up and slap it out of your hands, you might be unhappy that I slapped it out of your hands. But then when I explain to you that it was a rattlesnake, you might say, oh, thanks, you saved my life. And his point is, is that you might not know that this behavior, whether you're born that way or whether you choose to be that way, and I have a disagreement with you on that, we all are born into sin, and we all have a sin nature so that you're you're correct on i don't i getting into whether they're born with this sin or not i that's a whole nother discussion but fourth
1: hour of our podcast today
0: (laughs) but his point his point is 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 that that's that he equates it that way and if you don't know that it's sin then you don't know that you have a need for a savior so anyways the bottom line the end of the story is it's sinful
1: to read the bible no (laughs) that's that's what the media thinks
0: (laughs) if anybody would like to go to youtube to watch the highly edited version of the video that nbc Two cape coral uploaded to youtube you can't Because after Tom Askell released the full 27-minute interview, (gasps) NBC2 Cape Coral took down their own video.
1: That's amazing.
0: They took down their own highly edited video of this interview.
1: That's why I want a rapid response team that we could deploy that gets right up to this reporter and sticks a microphone in their face. Did you retract your story? Why did you take your story down? And they
0: changed the title.
1: Why the changes? Get <laughs> the de- 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 demand Cape on record.
0: Coral pastor facing backlash for social media spat about law that calls for gay people to be put to death.
1: <laughs> we need to put up a story that says reporter new, news organization faces backlash after truth comes out. <laughs> right <laughs> after full audio, exposed with edited video, highly edited video. <laughs> So
0: wow. I, that's why I said this that's is a, a feel-good story. Good story. <laughs> that's a great and story. <laughs> I knew it would be maybe a tough one uh, given you differences you were gonna in me. <laughs> our values. I knew I was going to trigger you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is a great story, and I really want to thank our producer for sending that in. That is That was amazing. That was a very good one. Uh,
0: but how great is that? And it's funny because when Chris uh, had sent me the story... And asked me, like, would it be better to not have done the interview at all? And, uh, you know, my, I remember how I responded to him, but I, I think I just, I said something like, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to say, but he did a really good job. No, absolutely in the not. No. Interview. no,
1: he should have done the interview and just simply said, to, the answer to every single question should have said, why aren't you asking a Muslim? This is a story about Muslims executing homosexuals, and you're talking to a Christian. Doesn't that strike you as slightly bigoted? Why aren't you talking to a Muslim? That's a good one.
0: That's a good question. And he
1: should have absolutely agreed to the interview, and that should have been the answer to every single question. Waste their time. Then go ahead and publish that himself, because they'll never publish it at all. Well, at the end of the
0: day, I think... uh it, this was a this was a feel good story to see the local outlet because they're so giddy they're so giddy at the end of that interview and how crazy this guy is.
1: Yeah, and he the gave way, them what they wanted. He gave and, them what they wanted.
0: Oh, for sure, because he gave them enough that they could edit it into the story they wanted it to be. It wasn't what he was saying, but he it was a good thing. He had the full interview recorded and put it out.
1: Yeah, good for him. That was a good And move. it
0: caused a great backlash that caused these clowns to pull their whole story down, which yep. is total embarrassment. Well played. They should be completely ashamed and embarrassed of themselves. Um, so I thought that you would like that story
1: at the end. <laughs> yes, I do like that story. For many reasons, frankly, uh, okay, I have so, just, I've got nothing but good stuff here. If you're if you if you are ready to move on, I've got. Uh, well, yeah. we're already
0: we're pa- we're just past two I hours. Know, but we're,
1: we 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 missed an episode, so we're going to go a little bit long. We're going to give people good stuff here. This is going to be none of this is going to take very long, but there's some fun stuff here that we should go through. Uh, I have, a couple, I have a theory about why this next story dropped when it did, but it, it, uh, there's a story that dropped on Friday that might as well have dropped into, an, into a, a soundproof room with nobody in it, because n- with the Trump indictment, nothing of any consequence was going to get through, and I wonder if that was intentional for this.
9: Hi, I'm Hannah Giles, and I've just been named CEO of Project Veritas. You might remember me as the 20-year-old reporter who wore a sarong and stilettos in the landmark Acorn investigation. I'm the journalist who originally conceived and developed the idea for the undercover Acorn video investigation, which I later executed in 2009 with fellow investigative journalist James O'Keefe.
1: He's just just a fellow investigative journalist. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah! Hannah Giles was named the new CEO of Project Veritas. Yeah, I
0: saw that. Uh, What do you
1: think of that?
0: I used to consider her a friend.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So people should know we both know her. Uh, I have known her since the Acorn days. Now, I have not had any contact with her in in, uh, a number of years, Um, but I... Uh, uh, I knew her then. I think you and I both knew her husband Joe. Uh, and yeah, I uh, I have always admired them. Frankly, I've always thought she's very courageous. I've always yes. thought she's very strong, yes, strong-willed. I I like the way that I see that she lives her life, at least from a thousand miles away. You know, she 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 raises her family. She's dedicated to them. She homeschools. I don't even do that uh they're they're braver than me in a bunch of different ways so who is i shocked to see this definitely shocking what does it mean definitely. is she but i well how, how's her relationship so, with james how does james feel about this i know you, have you texted with him about it yeah
0: and i'm not going to speak for him but i did I have heard from him since this um i think so Call my, him right now. <laughs> <laughs> Call him the, right now. The first thoughts that I had, I mean, the thing is, is that it, I was shocked and then like a minute later, I wasn't shocked. And I was like, huh, I wonder if she was behind the whole thing. And not necessarily her, specifically her, but her father. Because her father, who's this guy, guy that sort of plays like this celebrity pastor type character. That's a whiskey connoisseur and cigar
1: connoisseur. This was, I had, I had a lunch with him a long time ago uh, when Hating Breitbart was on tour. We were down in Florida and he hosted a lunch for me. It was very nice. I really, I liked the guy. I was struck by that. He was a pastor who was a whiskey drinker. I had person maybe that's common. I had never seen that before. Um, uh, well it, it's
0: it's it's common yes but it would cause some people to say what type of pastor are you or <laughs> or you know like what kind of church is that because yes that was and and um so yeah
1: i mean he i think the message was something the that said, god wants you to have fun
0: right and i, I liked think. him I mean, I liked the guy too. And, and, and when I knew him, it was, it was actually before I was a, a believer, um, you know, so I didn't have that sort of critique of him at that time. But uh, he made it clear to me on a couple of occasions that he, he just had a very, very jealous animosity toward James specifically and uh, Breitbart, breitbart.com. And we were at a we were at a party. At I the he, I was Breitbart under the impression Embassy. that he
1: appreciated Andrew because Andrew was very protective of his daughter.
0: Well, th- like I said, I think there was a jealousy because we uh, we were at a at a at a party at the bright. It's called the Breitbart Embassy in DC, and it's a, is that it's where Bannon Steve does Bannon's the war room from. It's his house. It's actually Steve Bannon's house. It's a big mansion right by the Supreme Court. And Wait, did Steve buy it? Because I know they were renting it for... He was renting it. Yeah, he rents it. And, and, and
1: is that where he does the War Room from? Because I feel like that's right. what it looks like. Right. Okay. So, anyways, not,
0: that's not all that important. But the point was is that, that while we were me. there, I was talking to her father, Doug Giles, and Basically, he was very inebriated, telling me how they built all of this. Hmm. Meaning, him and his Breitbart. family. Right, his family, Hannah, and his other daughter, who's like a celebrity hunter, and that they they built all of this. And what they were talking about all of this was this, this mansion, this house, this whole environment, and basically... You know, had some animosity, and I think it was hmm. because Breitbart was starting to take off as a news organization. Hannah kind of, sort of dwindled, and kind of, you know, had been, tr- I think, doing some investigations and stuff, but they weren't getting the notoriety. Well, she never uh, that seemed that James to seek was
1: out the spotlight that James did. Right. She seemed James- more of a journalist, where James is. A journalist and a showman, James knows right.
0: how to promote what he's doing. Absolutely, and James, uh, you know, started Project Veritas and became a huge thing. And then, you know, we know he was he was fired. He had a board, you know, his board was infiltrated, and he was fired uh, a few months ago. And now started a new thing. And now he's being sued by them.
1: Right. So is Hannah Giles now the CEO of an organization that is suing James O'Keefe? Is that the bottom line here? Yeah. That's bad. Hannah. <laughs> we should have her on. <laughs> <laughs> so, she, do you think she'd come on if we were to? You know, I, I don't know. She might not. because
0: I, I don't know. I don't know.
1: I would definitely want to ask her. Are you? Why are you going to sue James O'Keefe?
0: But it's it was very interesting to see, and it just it just made me wonder was that like this whole thing, you know, like a psyop against James. It makes me think she's a government agent. <laughs> wow! Not I, don't that she o- I don't know. I don't know. not think- that she o- and not that she always was but that she's become one that, she, well, that she's been paid. It's big money.
1: that, they're, that, they're, that they're, uh, just a paycheck offer was made. That was just so big. You'd have to be crazy to turn it down, to take down James O'Keefe. Yeah. But
0: it's very sad to it, see. I think it, I, it's not, I think if, if the, if it's nothing that sinister and all it is, is a play by the board to try to revitalize the organization with, who if Hannah rightfully was, it was her. James has given her credit that it was her idea to do the acorn sting, but they did it together.
1: Oh, and there's <laughs> and, no way it would have been as big as it became if it had just been Hannah. James, absolutely right, really so, understood how to make something very viral.
0: Right. And then they took it to Breitbart and Breitbart really understood, (laughs) really knew how to blow it up and they did. And it took down the entire Acorn organization, which was huge. So it's so you could see that, like, maybe that that the board's perspective could just be to hire, uh, like, oh, maybe we could get Hannah, you know, and try to like go back to the roots or something of where the, but that was before Project Veritas even existed
1: yeah, see, I it, I'm I'm more suspicious. I'm a lo- I'm sort of where you started out, uh which is the the fact that I it's think you her. always
0: have to start in that place yeah. with all of this. You it's have to start now. Yeah. We live in a world where you have to start with what are the sinister motives and conspiracy going on here? It might not be that, <laughs> and then you can look at the more innocuous version of well, the story. Here, well, well, but you've we'll, got to start with what's the worst case. Let's put it it's prop, this way. more likely that
1: if she remains CEO of an organization that continues to sue James O'Keefe, that's uh, that's an earthquake. That's pretty bad. That's an earthquake in our circles. That's an earthquake. I would want to have... I think we should have Bannon on. If Ban was Bannon close with with Doug Giles, must be. They were breaking bread together know. in the embassy. I don't know. He must have some I don't, opinion. I don't, he might have an know. opinion. I think we get Bannon on for an opinion. I don't know. I think we get Bannon. I think we get James. And I think we get Hannah. Think of what would happen to the Truth podcast if we can have James and Hannah. Not on the same one. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about in the same <laughs> interview. <laughs> That'd be even better. That would be phenomenal. I just don't see it happening. Uh uh I think that is, that's how we get to the truth. That's how we should do it. Okay, so there, there's much more to discuss about that story. We're not going to discuss it now uh, uh, any further than we have because it's just been announced and I think there's more to develop. Let's see what shakes out and let's see who we can end up talking to about it. Um, let's see here. We have, uh, this came across, this is, this was just going viral in the last few days. it's such a great clip. Uh, Some of our listeners may have heard it already. I know you have not, Jeremy, because you just are not. uh, You're in a much better place than to receive all this viral nonsense. So here it is.
17: (laughs) Do you want to know one of the saddest realizations I recently had? was that as a liberal woman, it is really hard to find a man who is willing to play the more traditional masculine role in the relationship.
1: (laughs) I heard that. (laughs) I heard heard that clip. You really, what a shocker that it's hard to find men that are willing to be traditional, be in a traditional relationship who aren't conservative.
17: (laughs) In today's day and age, who is not a conservative? A man who wants to pay on the first date, who wants to open your door, who has that want and desire to take care of you and to provide, who is not a conservative.
1: I want a woman who wants me to pay for her, who wants me to hold the door open for her, who also wants to act like a man who doesn't hold the door (laughs) open for anybody or pay for anything. (laughs) That's what I want.
17: (laughs) And obviously, as a liberal woman, I do want to be respected for my independence. And I do want to have my own autonomy in the relationship.
1: As though as though conservative men don't respect the women in their relationship. As though women in a, who are, have a relationship with conservative men don't have autonomy. Listen, she thinks that conservative women
17: are hostages. As a liberal woman, I do want to be respected from independence. And I do want to have my own autonomy in the relationship and not be confined or conform to the traditional... Female homemaker childbearing role.
1: (laughs) I just want a sugar daddy who'll leave me alone. Don't bug me. But can I buy your credit card? Yeah.
17: And most of the men that I've dated who do have that more natural provider masculinity about them are normally conservative. So I don't really know what to do because I don't...
1: She's so tolerant, though. She'll date them even though they're conservative.
17: don't want to compromise my morals and values. Just
1: right. What morals? Sweetheart, you're not compromising anything. <laughs> Trust me. You're just fine. Because I don't want
17: to compromise my morals and values just to find a man. But am I asking to have my cake and eat it, too? <laughs>
1: well, my, my morals and values say that I don't have to bring anything to the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Well,
0: I guess uh, you'll just have to keep dating conservative men. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Um, did you hear about what happened with Alex Stein 99? And uh, uh, yeah, I don't even Rick know. Rick Reiner.
0: The guy's so not funny. Uh, no,
1: I, I know he's not, but this is something that. Something, well, Okay. He does some things that are funny. He has funny moments. I have moments where I have enjoyed him. I've also had moments where he all makes right. me cringe,
0: <laughs> but well, I have so far never seen one of those moments. Well, and I don't know bad. who he's
1: who I'm not sure exactly what he's motivated by. I don't know. So who he's like a you what is he like
0: a Twitter star or what's his he's deal? He's like
1: yeah, he's like a YouTube uh, TikTok guy now and and he, you know, he he creates these viral moments. Now, I like what I like about him is he goes after all the left's sacred cows. Okay, And Brittany Griner is one of those sacred cows. AOC is one of those sacred cows. Remember when he went up and he said, you're my favorite uh, Latina with the juicy booty? <laughs> okay. <Aye. laughs> that, is, that is taking the air out of the hot, hot air balloon that is, that is the seriousness of all these people. So I, I like that about him. OK, but he also he doesn't I don't think he has 100 percent control over his craft yet. And so uh, and I'm not sure what motivates him. But at any rate, he th- this uh, this transpired and it was absolutely fantastic because the way that the establishment responded was just perfect and and a, a, an example of why he's necessary. EG. He's in an airport, it looks like, and, and uh, Brittany Griner is walking through now. How did they end up at the airport together? Was this coincidence? Does he have some way of knowing where some people are going to be when he's trying to target them, or 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 is this set up? I you know because I'm even cynical enough to think that this is set up between his people and Brittany Griner's. Well, people.
0: I thought of that too. I haven't. I never watched the clip, but I did see the headline, and that was the. And then there was a photo with it, and that was the first thing. I, I was like, how does he end up in the? airport with her but i will say like when i was traveling a lot when we were working on some of the projects we were doing and we were going to new york or la or dc very often i mean we were going on like two or three trips a month usually and we were in a lot of airports you do end up seeing a lot of people you know a lot of either pit politicians or famous people
1: andrew breitbart and i Walking around New Orleans the day after we were done filming there, we were in an art store. And who walks into that art store? Tim Robbins. (laughs) Now, we didn't pull out cameras and, and yeah, I mean, I've been in the airport. I've had, uh, I've had what's her face,
0: uh, John McCain's daughter in front of me in line. Like we've been on, you've been uh, a lot of politicians. You were on a flight once with Adam Kinzinger, who was sitting in first class. Um, and you didn't want to out him oh, for I was it, for seated, some reason. I was
1: seated next to Gabby Giffords. I don't know right. how long, I don't I mean, know how, so those how type soon th- it was before she was attacked, but uh, so if you fly around enough, me, she yeah. threatened fl- me. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm on, I'm I'm sitting there with, uh, it, 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 we're, we're all in coach. Andrew Breitbart's in the row right behind me on the emergency exit, and he's passed out. We're flying from DC to LA or DC to Chicago. And, uh, uh, she's in my row. She's sitting right next to me. Now Andrew's asleep in the chair, so I take out my camera. I I turn around in my seat and I film him asleep in the seat behind me. Which, if you're the person sitting next to me and you don't know what I'm doing, seems like a peculiar thing to do. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so she asks me what I'm doing, and I say, "Well, that's Andrew Breitbart. Have you heard of him?" And yes, she's heard of him, and she starts to give me dirty looks. Now, we and we begin to have we engage in a little bit of a conversation, and I say to her. Look, you know, something to the effect of you guys should be careful what you're, the way you're doing this because you're alienating people. You know, basically I'm saying you guys should be careful because you're going to find yourselves out of power. And the way that she interpreted it, and it was very deliberate, it was very uh, 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 sneaky, was to say, you're threatening me. You're You're telling me I need to be careful. Like I was phys- somehow physically threatening her. Now, yeah, because you're
0: telling her to be careful after someone shot her in the head. No, it was before that. It was before that. <laughs> oh, okay, it was before that.
1: I, I would have definitely chosen different words. No, she. Uh, uh, it was an intimid- She was trying to intimidate me. She didn't want to talk to me. She was just trying to intimidate me. It worked. She did intimidate me. I was like, I'm not trying to. Oh, 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 oh. When I wasn't educated enough at that point. I should have turned to her and said, yeah, I'm not trying to. I'll show you intimidation. <laughs> How dare you? You know, whatever. Um, uh, so here, we'll play what he played and then we'll play the response.
16: EG, was that, was that a fair trade for the Merchant of Death? I know you kill it on the court, but he kills it in real life. Is it true yet? To Vladimir Putin, get released from Russia, Brit.
1: Out of the way, dog. Britt. So I like that, just because it's crazy. That's a crazy thing to say. It shows, yeah, but I... it, it, it sets the tone right away. That 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 he's not. This is not. None of this is to be taken very seriously. He's a clown, okay, and that's important. Brit,
19: get out of the way. Brit, is he true You had to get out of the way. What about?
16: I
1: mean, he's like life? he's just an he's just an idiot. Okay, but hold on. What
19: are you doing? Yeah. I'm trying to talk
16: oh, to Britney. Hey Britt, like do you still want to, Do you still want to boycott America, Brittany? Stop! stop. Yeah, get stop. off me! Stop! Stop! I'm weird. Why she stop. hates stop. America? Uh, what about the Merchant of Death, Britt?
1: Get off me! Stop, dude! Get off. See now, the part that makes me cringe about it is that. It's sort of an inaccurate target at this point. She has openly said, I, I was wrong for, you know, kneeling. <laughs> she she stands for the this anthem ex- now. She's but, had a bit of a conversion. What, is he trying to push her back to hating the culture? This is exact,
0: but the, the other clip of him that I saw was when we were, uh, it was, he went with somebody uh, down to, like, the Kennedy assassination Museum or whatever in Dallas, Texas, and was asking people about, you know, the conspiracy theories around Kennedy's assassination or something like that. And he was just as obnoxious and rude as he is being there. And I don't have any respect okay, for you're, Brittany Griner.
1: Yes. Th- th- but th- it, she's treated like royalty. And so doesn't, what is the big deal if if he does this to her? I get that you don't because, like it, but what's the no, big because, deal? Because because
0: because people like us get lumped into his category.
1: Nah, that's of I, loser. They lump us yeah, with Nazis. The guy's a loser. Come on, they lump us with Nazis. Right. Who cares? And that guy, this does, do, this does not affect you personally, Jeremy. This doesn't. It, it this does. Does it? No. Hold no, hold on a second. She's he she she's being clowned by this guy. Okay, but it's not even good clowning. It is. Not it even, is. It is. And I'm going to tell you why. Because listen to this response from her coach the WNBA where they are so stoic because this is a tragedy
12: uh, I'd like to start with a statement yes okay hi um, everyone um, as everyone by now likely knows yesterday there was an incident with BG and our team at the Dallas airport um, no one should be a victim of targeted harassment
1: I'm targeted harassment that was not targeted harassment. He I did think not it pre- is. No, it's not. Look up the definition of harassment. She was not prevented from doing anything. She was not even inconvenienced. Nothing. You have to actually prevent someone from going about their life to to qualify for harassment.
12: It's not even close. I'm grateful that our team and our staff are physically okay. They're
1: physically okay by having been asked obnoxious questions by a rude person. Whoo! These women are tough. They're just like the men. Uh,
12: And most of all, I'm grateful that BG has been back here in the United States for 185 days now.
1: Which is almost as long as Dylan, uh, what's his name, (laughs) has been a fake woman. (laughs) Uh, What's his name again? (laughs) I forget. (laughs) Dylan, what's his name? What's Dylan's last oh, name? I don't know. Dylan, Maybe, uh, Dylan the tranny on a can. Yeah, <laughs> but the fake. Mulvaney, Dylan Mulvaney. This says,
0: har- on Wikipedia, it says, harassment covers a wide range You're of You're going
1: behaviors. to Wikipedia?!
0: Of offensive nature. Yeah, I'm going to go to a site that's going to prove me right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's commonly understood as behavior that demeans, humiliates, or embarrasses a person and is characteristically identified by its unlikelihood in terms of social uh, and moral reasonableness. Okay. I think that, I, no, no behavior no, no. fits no. I'm stopping you
1: right now. Ask Wikipedia what a woman is. In in, (laughs) come on, let's talk to your little dictionary, Jeremy. What's a woman? In the
0: legal sense, these are behaviors that appear to be disturbing, upsetting, or threatening. Okay, so in a legal sense, I would say that it was disturbing and upsetting,
1: not necessarily threatening. No, it is not. It is not, Jeremy. By that standard, your preacher who you just played in the last segment should be could face harassment charges.
12: Uh, yeah. And if her being home makes some people mad uh, I think that obviously says more about them than it does about her It's also a reminder to all of us that the, the Mercury Know that there are families whose loved ones are not home yet
1: For those that don't know, the Mercury is the team that, that she plays on Nobody knows that
12: And I'd like to urge everyone to visit uh, BringOurFamiliesHome.org. To learn more about wrongfully detained Americans? Okay.
1: Let's just talk about that for a second. Brittany Griner was not a wrongfully detained American. She broke their laws. She was tried, she was convicted. How was she wrongfully detained? They didn't just seize her walking down the street and throw her in her van for no reason other than that she was an American these very uh, unattractive people are, uh, are using Brittany Griner. U- I'm sorry, they're using people who have been kidnapped and wrapping them around Brittany Griner to turn her into the victim. That is the royalty that, that she, that's the position of royalty she's in. That Alex Stein, obnoxious as he is, she she's not a victim do you know what her net worth is millions millions really yes millions the estimated net worth online five million dollars let's suppose it's only half that okay two and a half million dollars she can afford a whole bunch of therapy for having to deal with somebody being rude to her in the airport for two minutes two minutes did you see the well, video of James O'Keefe getting patted down at the airport? <laughs> that was that was that was harassment. <laughs> they grabbed his privates all day long, aggressively. Yeah, I think she I had think, an obnoxious guy say some rude things to her.
0: Yeah, it's clearly like over-dramatizing everything. Oh, and like there's no reason to care yeah. to carry on about That's it. That's why but that I guy's love a, him. But, <laughs> he pops these that, royalty bubbles. That guy's a but he doesn't he's just a waste of space and he makes anybody that was critical he and what he's doing and his whole reason for being there is to make anybody that was critical about the trade that happened okay for the guy who was called the merchant of death or whatever for her because people were openly critical of that, that she, like, uh, you, as you, you just said... You think he's said, trying
1: to make them look bad? He's trying to taint people yes. who would dissent? I disagree. Yep. I think he's trying to get role.
0: clicks. I think that's his entire role.
1: I don't think he's an op. I think he's trying to get clicks. No question he's an op.
2: <laughs>
0: I, no question. I,
1: I'm thinking about that comment on iTunes that's <laughs> that said that we we disagree just the right amount. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Um, uh let us go to oh this is my last thing and then we're and then we're done we're out of here um i have bleeped this out this has a lot of vulgarity i've bleeped it out entirely but i still sometimes when it is still just a lot of bleeping it can still seem a little bit uh coarse to people's ears, so i wanted to give that warning um but it's uh, i've removed all the vulgarity but there was a lot of the vulgarity the last used, clip so. the last clip was coarse no 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 this is you'll you'll understand what i'm saying when you hear um <laughs> Uh, the uh, the this is from a black Trump supporter, and boy, you do not have to swing a stick to hit many of these people. Uh, uh, on TikTok, you can find black Trump supporters everywhere. It's amazing that they don't have more of a mainstream voice because they are not uncommon. And this guy, he's dressed, he's got the, the blue bandana on, which I think is the Crips, <laughs> and um, uh, He's not like, you remember a f- uh, in the Trump indictment segment where I played the uh, black congressman none of, no one had ever heard of? Uh-huh. This guy sounds a little different.
19: This video is to every single black person out there. If you really want to f- over this government that has f- over your ancestors, if you really want to f- over this government that helped kill Martin Luther King Jr., If you really wanna help over this government that killed Malcolm X, that killed Huey, and that destroyed the Black Panther Party, if you really wanna over this government, I'm asking you to do me a favor. Go vote for Donald Trump. Can't you see how these devils are running around here scared the death of this man? Because they don't want they evil, sick asses locked up. So black people, if you really wanna piss these racist, demons, devils off, Vote for Donald Trump. They up, cause they've been it up for us for the longest, and it's been then. Vote for Donald Trump.
1: Yep. Vote for Donald Trump. I just thought that would be a good way to end. Uh, makes
0: me not want to vote for Donald Trump. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, man. This <laughs> is pleasing you sometimes. <laughs> I want to thank everybody. I want to thank you, Jeremy, for your patience uh, waiting on me to heal so I could come back. That was our first missed episode, and it was my fault. I want to thank everybody who wrote and reached out to inquire uh, as to my well-being. I'm doing well. I'm back on the cast, and uh, and wow, that was a that, this might be our longest episode. I don't think so No, we did a longer one I apologize yeah, I for an episode we've... that might have been longer <laughs> <laughs> We've been close Well, why don't we just start Let's just keep going Stop the music <laughs> Alright, here we go, what's next? <laughs> Alright, so also <laughs> uh, Do we have a secret word?
0: Nobody's doing the secret word anymore uh, so.
1: people, And this is a long episode we, we should do it for this one just to see the secret word
0: one gets it is the secret word is harassment. We like that one. Secret word and, is harassment. And if you get the secret word <laughs> you get a lifetime you of harassment, win a lifetime supply <laughs> of harassment.
1: Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we will contract with Alex Stein 99. <laughs> um tune in every tuesday and friday when we bring you the truth bait podcast almost without fail to the very best of
0: our ability well we did bring an episode
1: yeah, I'm Last disappointed Tuesday. though that episode 33 was a failure to launch. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a
0: minute and a half long episode.
1: I reluctantly, I guess, this is episode 34. Uh, oh, do we no, have a title? we'll we? just
0: call this one 33. I, we'll so I was, was
1: worried about that though. If we if we upload it into into the 33 episode, I'm not sure that it's going to push to anybody. Like nobody will realize that there's a new. No, episode. No, we can
0: delete it. We can delete it. You can delete that episode. And then make a
1: new episode, thirty-three. All right. Well, then I guess that's what we'll—that's what we'll do. This will be episode thirty-three then. Uh, do we have a title for this episode?
0: Uh, I haven't thought of the title yet.
1: We'll have to think of it. All right. Well, between now and then, we'll have a title. So, anything else? Did I miss anything? Write us at truth at truthbait.com, truth at truthbait.com, and share the show.
0: Share the show. Thank you, everybody. And
1: now, back into the sea of clickbait with us all.